0: Like getting out of the shower or something like, oops, accidentally saw his dick.
1: the imperial scrolls of honor podcast i am josh folan and i am jeff burns and we're going to be bullshitting about the form of years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again uh it's game episode time and we are playing and ruminating about fantasy star for the Sega master system and emulation disclosure i emulated the game using the md.emu emulator on my android based xd handheld handheld and jab you used fusion on a windows laptop yeah Correct. Cool. Uh, So first, uh, as the newfound first thing up, please do hit stop, rate and review this fucker if you have not uh, done so on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. It would help us out greatly. And first up is what we're playing. (laughs) Did you get around to playing anything else, Jeb?
0: This time I did not, no. Like we talked about before we started recording, I've been super busy. And, uh, no, I played some Subnautica, and, man, it's getting, it's getting a little glitchy, like, more so, and recently I tried to show a friend that came over the game, we were talking about playing games that are kind of, like, visually, uh, fun, uh, that can be visually fun alone, and Subnautica is definitely that, so I tried to show him, and the game wouldn't even fucking load, so, but I haven't even had time to, like, try to troubleshoot it with any advanced solution, so, um, so, like, the entire game wouldn't load? Or are you saying, like, the saved like your saved game wouldn't load? None of it. So, like, when <clears throat> I tried to load my save game, it, like, there, there's, it, like, cuts away and then it, you know, it brings up the screen that's, like, you know, loading the map and it gives you, like, all the shit that it's doing at the bottom. And it never gets a foothold. It never gets any traction. It gets rolling. So, I was like, well, you know, same effect by showing them the start of the game. Try to start a new game. Nothing. Restart the system. Nothing. Blah I don't blah blah. Jab. These these fucking technical difficulties technical difficulties across
1: multiple platforms sound like user error is the fault here. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, so that's yeah. definitely not the case. I don't know. Uh, the, only, the only absolute in all these all these
0: technical situations is Jab. <laughs> that's not true at all. I mean, the, the the designers that made the game are an absolute. The Xbox One no, no, is an absolute. Not, they, but they have up. nothing
1: to do with the laptop, though. I'm saying.
0: We're not talking about the laptop, we're talking about what we've been playing besides this, and the answer is subnautica. Right. Or at least:
1: You're saying the Xbox isn't working, and the other laptop's not working.
0: the <laughs> yeah, laptop's not working. That's Acer, dude. I don't know what the fucking tell you. <laughs> Nothing works anymore. Nobody gives a shit about anything unless you guys didn't notice, but no one cares about anything anymore. So um, I tried to play fantasy I'm sorry, I tried to play Subnautica, um, I played some fantasy star, and I think if I can't get Subnautica going tonight. I'm gonna try out uh, that game, Prey, by Bethesda. If you've heard of that,
1: mm, I have not. I like Bethesda.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I fucking did definitely did not play anything but Fantasy Star. <laughs> I should
0: have played nothing but it. I realize that now.
1: Uh, yeah, I played Fantasy Star only nonstop, seemingly forever. Um, See, so yeah, I didn't get to anything else. The, the only uh, like current thing that I that I have we're talking about. Uh, if you remember, I remember I told you about it when I got it, but I I bought that NES Maker game design program. Do you remember yeah. me telling you about that? Okay. Yeah, I bought that a while back, which is basically, if you're not familiar with it as a listener, it is a kind of a, a nice UI for programming NES games. I guess the simplest way to put it. And it's like the, these guys have developed a an application where you can theoretically make your own uh nes games um multiple different platforms they kind of have modules that are that are genre specific there's an rpg one i believe now finally that, but i think they started with like a platforming deal so it's an incredibly cool idea and i downloaded it and uh or bought it and downloaded it and fiddled around with it and it's still way too complicated <laughs> as much yeah. as i would love to be able to program an nes game uh it's still too complicated um even uh, you know it, it, i'm sure it is far better than programming hard code i haven't even tried that with an any at the nes level but anyways bought that a long time ago i am now subscribed to the newsletter for it uh okay. automatically and i surprisingly haven't unsubscribed like i do pretty much everything but uh the latest one came and Howie was in it
2: no way
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh yeah, I know you're always curious uh, what he's up to these days. He was Dude, one. Of... I,
0: I honestly like thought he was dead. <laughs>
1: like in my head, I was like, "Of course he's dead. Everyone's yeah, dead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not dead. He was one of the judges for a game design contest they held uh, for people that had bought the the software, basically. Uh, they, and they they even used. A, it's funny. They used a picture of him from the late '80s in his signature bow tie. Like they don't even have a current photo. Like he does not exist in current day. He is like right. a relic. Oh, <laughs> you oh know? god, that's so weird. Did
0: he did it have his uh that fucking signature or what he uses as an excuse for a signature? No,
1: he didn't. He didn't need to sign anything for the purposes of the newsletter. Finally, dropped that, oh, huh? Yeah, good. unfortunately, uh, I'm sure
0: he did, but they were probably like, I actually, on second thought, don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't need that for the
1: newsletter. I just. It was very funny, both that he was in there and that yes, they still use a photo from the late '80s. It's like him in the store. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's got. Kind of, I'm sure we've looked at it. I feel like it's been in the magazines before. Like they used the same one from some issue that we've already fucked with of Nintendo really? Club News or something. Like it looks Gosh. like he's in a he's in an '80s retail store of some kind, behind a counter with a bunch of Nintendo shit around him. Right. Uh, yeah, it was
0: pretty amazing. I couldn't. God, that's it. fucking. I guess it, you got to cut costs somewhere. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's it's interesting that we're so unaware, or um, that that he seems so out of the public eye to us. Uh And maybe we just didn't dig hard enough. I don't know. But it's funny to me that he feels that way to us, but he was also accessible and up for being a judge in this software contest. Um, right. Like, it doesn't seem, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's not like they have any competitors. So maybe it is a bigger thing than I realize now, but it doesn't seem like a huge, I mean, it's like a little DIY kind of indie developer release. It's not some, to my knowledge, big Company that's released the software, so it's interesting that they dug up, um, you know, I don't know, the most famous face of Nintendo, maybe <laughs> in in the, right. in the U.S.
0: the the most famous face of Nintendo of America, uh, historically. Right. I mean, for, for me though, it's like everybody's got a fucking like whatever camera you took that picture with back in the late '80s. Everybody has at least one, sometimes two cameras in their pocket. Way better than that yeah. right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so like, why I wouldn't think. you just be like, hey, Howie, uh, look at me real quick. Boom. Right. And then right. you got your pick. Who knows? I guess it's that's like, why I don't run Nintendo.
1: Well, that well, it's, it's, it's probably more Nintendo Probably A little bit not, more to it than that. Well, yeah, Nintendo is not a factor. I think of it like, and maybe this is just because I'm in or, in entertainment, but uh, it is like it's like a a trope that as actors get older, particularly less lesser accomplished actors, they will have an incredibly outdated headshot okay. uh, oftentimes because. They're older now and they're just and this is not a conscious thing, maybe, or even if it is a conscious thing, it's not something they're going to admit, but they keep the older
0: headshot because they look worse and they're older now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they just they just don't take any new pictures for the purposes of I mean of that makes the most sense ever. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, that checks out, so um anyhow, uh on to fucking Fantasy Star. <laughs> was the palma theme bringing us into the opening statements on the game. Um what were your initial thoughts on the game when you fired this up?
1: Uh well my initial my initial thought about this game period uh or just about dealing with this game for the purpose of this of this fucking podcast is it is a really serious undertaking <laughs> to play a fucking RPG uh for this podcast. Uh yeah, it was I mean it's like I We'll get into it, but I, I you know, I, it can, cons- yesterday I played for 12 hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy like from shit. 10 a.m. 10 a. to 10 p.m. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just a fucking lot. That's, that would be what my
0: opening fucking thoughts would be. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, right. Mine. Uh, I didn't get quite that far. I know I didn't get as far as you. Um, but at a certain point I was sitting here, um, I'm sitting in my living room. I was watching, I think deep space nine on TV And just kind of uh, grinding.
1: That's good companion entertainment for fantasy
0: star. Dude, dude, for the listeners out there, best TV show in history, and I'm not joking, hands down. Well, that's probably Breaking Bad, but Deep Space Nine, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine is a fucking incredible show. Um, I won't suffer a single bad word about that show. Can't do Star Trek. Um, But so I was watching that, and I was playing this, I was just grinding and leveling up, and I was like back in the town, and I set my controller down or something, and the music was going, and I guess to sum it up, my initial thoughts was, I feel right at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. Just like looking at the screen, the music, the motions I was going through, I was like, man, this raised me. Like I, I've done this before, and I like it. The RPG format, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, there, there.
1: I had similar thoughts, particularly early on, uh, as well uh, to that
0: right um so, so it got a little bit more complicated than that as we went on and I'm sure that's the point of the podcast so we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly uh,
0: so the uh, this game fantasy star if you're not familiar with
1: it uh, intimately it uh, the the it is it, it tells a story of Alice, Elise, on her journey to defeat the evil ruler of her star system, King Lassik, after her brother dies at his hands. She traverses between planets, gathering a party of fighters, and collecting the items she needs to avenge her brother's death and return peace to the star system. Uh, yeah, so that's the story. And the foreman. I think we kind of already touched on, but do you want to give us a formal brush over?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's, a, it's a classic... Uh, uh, RPG in the same vein as uh, Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest and uh, Final Fantasy, uh, and it was released around the same time. It was uh, released th-
1: two days after Final Fantasy in Japan.
0: Really so, was it?
1: Yeah, very. I, I thought that was a fun fact.
0: Wow, that uh, is fun fact. That that would definitely fall under notable history. Right. <laughs> be in my responsibility, which I didn't uh, catch. Um, yeah, so it's just. Do they call those? This is. I'm mean, not even gonna say it. Um, so, yeah, it's an RPG, and uh, everybody kind of knows that format.
1: Right, right. Now, not then, but now, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was released in Japan on December 20th, 1987. Uh, again, two days after Final Fantasy hit. And then it made its way over to the West in November of 88, which I thought, I thought it semi-notable that I could not hunt down a specific date.
0: I didn't uh, see that either. I was kind of yeah. shocked. By it. It's right. usually listed as, like, Japan, one, and then America, North America, then the other.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it that... Not having a specific date is not com- like I've. That's not the first time I've seen it, but I feel as though it's weird that that is not omnipresent uh, for a game of this magnitude. You know, like yeah, the the big RPG for Sega uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. I feel like. Uh, there'd be someone somewhere that would have just dug every single fact you could possibly fucking <laughs> have about this game up and put websites of it uh, everywhere, uh, right. or take that information everywhere. You know, I found it very weird that I could not find a specific date.
0: Yeah, that is strange because, uh, you know, it this series gave spawn to uh, numerous uh, different single-player role-player games, and I think it was it's a lot of uh, MMOs. Uh, in the fantasy star universe and a lot of them are connected in ways uh sometimes superficially but they are connected i think and uh yeah that's kind of strange that there wouldn't be an exact date that's kind of yeah. strange um but this was also one of the first games one of the first games to have uh battery backup
1: yeah and what it, well, it was the yeah the the cart itself was a big deal it was the first uh was oh, it the four four bit or whatever it was it was like the biggest cart they'd ever had, and the price for the game was way higher than fucking uh, any other master system game to date because mm-hmm. it had to they had to jam all this shit on there, so yeah, it was technically it was a big uh big deal and big step for Sega uh,
0: as well for sure. It's crazy to think that like simply and this may have happened before we may have even talked about it, but like just simply the hardware. You know, was part of the reason they had to increase the price. Like, we're sorry, guys, but like this is a different cartridge. Like, it's just going to cost more. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah that does yeah.
0: not happen anymore.
1: No, right? Yeah, the 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 tangible media, the manufacturing constraints of tangible tangible media, uh, both fi- financially and just you know the bandwidth of it. Even though know, we've talked about the the Adventures of Link shit, where the the chip yeah, shortage, laptops, like yep, the yep, fact
0: absolutely. that that stuff was like a finite resource that <laughs> fluctuated in cost. Uh, dramatically is yeah it's right, like i know you want link and i want to give it to you but we physically cannot so you right. just got to wait yeah
1: weird weird ecosystem to think of it's so different than today for sure right um so get the, the artwork with this the cover art uh is i doubt there's a better box art on the system it's like it's a. Right. yeah it's, it's a very well done illustration of the full party in battle with a few baddies and it's just it Fucking looks very good, and it's still got, as always, that fucking cross thatch background that sucks shit. But uh, they do a pretty good job uh, with the foreground illustration uh, of covering up pretty much like the bottom half of it <laughs> of, of the of the box. So you can't even really see as much, maybe, of the cross thatch shit you see in so many other titles. Right. So that was pretty good. Uh, the manual uh, covers in black and white, same deal, though, as far as what it looks like. Uh, There was some fun shit in there that I uh, wanted to bring up. Uh, Page two has um, an introduction, kind of the story layout thing that some of these games uh, include to kind of, you know, uh, world build and what have you. And there was a passage here that I thought worth reading. Uh, There is no one best way to finish the game. There will be many directions you can go, many ways to accomplish your goals. All areas should be explored. Important clues, weapons and items can be Can and will be found in out of the way locations. So you know this—we, it's not fucking trailblazing. uh, Conversation to to say that you know it's the first RPG on the system or one of them. I guess that one we looked at uh, a couple Sega Challenge issues back was an RPG, but it was a fucking dumpster fire. So this is the first real one that people are gonna play. Uh, And uh, much like Zillion did this too. Some of the you know there were other games. uh, I think on the NES side that that we've touched on this stuff in the instruction manual but just an explanation uh it's always so cool to me that they take the time to like yeah kind of pr- just preface you about how like, this is going to require a different approach <laughs> you know right uh is is very fun and uh page 3 and 4 uh the story is like the actual uh story in the game is pretty capitalism focused uh it, it the whole thing the crux of the whole like of why this quest happens and what's happening to the world is like the ultimate betrayal of the people by the King is that taxes are so high. Nobody can make any money. Uh, which is kind of low stakes for an epic quest. You know, you need some yeah. genocide or something, you know, like uh, the fact that it's only fiscally based, the ultimate uh, uh, betrayal that the, the leader that everyone hates and uh, needs to wants destroyed, uh, it's just that he's taxing everyone. Like, that's every fucking leader ever. <laughs>
0: right. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, yeah. like it or not, that is what they do. Right. Uh, yeah, and like, to yeah, it's just, there's so many other things that a leader can do you know, like, to wrong that, you. that that would piss, yeah, exactly, to piss people off. Like, taxes, like, sorry guys, I do not like roads, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, that's not that fucking creative, really. Uh, it does have a female protagonist, though. That
2: uh, was an
1: yeah. interesting choice for um, uh, an early RPG uh, at 1988, 87. You know, that's certainly not uh, commonplace uh, or widespread, Most, especially a game like this. Uh, it's very surprising me that it wasn't
0: And the And the king did have her, her brother Nero, Alice. I'm going to call her Alice. You want to do that? Sure, let's do okay. it. Okay. Uh, sorry, everybody out there, if we got that wrong. But you <laughs> have to have some sort of consistency so we don't do this every <laughs> fucking time we say her name. Um, I think the king, or somebody had Alice, it was the king, had Alice's brother Nero killed, right? Right and yeah, that's that's why she yeah that's why she goes on the quest.
1: But I'm right. saying just the the macro problem why everyone is up at arms up okay. in arms about the fucking king is because of this taxation situation. I uh, see. At least as outlined by the fucking instruction booklet, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Well, I, I
1: know Alice is on some revenge. Uh, some right. revenge shit. There's also a lot of black and white screenshots in in this fucking thing, uh, which is. Better than none, I guess, but not every instruction manual has actual screenshots, so that was nice. Um, page twenty-two. Funny that burgers and cola are the basic health restoration items to me. Right. Uh, it's like it's the it's the whole Japanese views on what is important to Americans thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like fucking McDonald's. <laughs> That's what right. you know what that is. That's exactly what that is. What do Americans like? McDonald's. McDonald's. Right. Oh, right, burgers and cola. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd actually be curious to know if those... I should have looked that up. I can't believe I didn't, whether or not that is what
0: they were in the Japanese version, the health restoration items. Right. I I certainly didn't think to look that up, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if something different, so...
1: Yep, it wouldn't surprise me at all either. Uh, Page 27, calling a spell that boosts your retreat chances by makes me very happy inside. I like that. Uh, Okay, bye. And uh, page 28, I dig this astronomically accurate breakdown of the solar system. Like... They, they explain the planetary orbits and how they logically dictate the climates uh, and the colonization patterns of the planets themselves uh, mm-hmm. is a really nice and deep story touch and, and attention, you know, that um, not every game gets. And that was cool. That was a in general. That was a cool thing about this game that I really like. Just the uh, the the way. The three planets, you know, the. The, the, I guess the inter, interplanetary aspect of the, the, the story world was cool. Um, I enjoyed that a great deal. Uh, and the last helpful hint on page 37 tells you that there are trap chests in the enemy drops, uh, which was... Which to me, yeah, exactly. Exactly. like just cannot like, it fucking caused, wait like, to talk this. about this. Yeah, fucking, <clears throat> uh, just like, yeah I mean, this was even before we get into the game. Just like hearing that was like, oh, man.
0: Oh, fucking here we go the fucking trap in there. Yeah. I think I said that I was I was going to make it my thing that I don't read the instruction manuals and so I did not read the instruction manual on this and I'm not going to going forward but <laughs> um I think I probably would have glossed over that without thinking about it and uh but boy would that have been a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking
1: and it does become a huge gameplay factor later on. That
0: is yeah. worth a lot of discussion. Uh,
1: but, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just in general, like, don't penalize me for fucking getting the spoils of battle, you know, like, that sucks. Um, anyhow, the uh, the last thing I had here was on the, on the one of the last pages, there's crude maps of the three planets. That's, you know, it's cool. I, I've said a million times I love maps, and they have ones here with, like, there's, you know, they're drawn, so it's cool illustrations, and then they because they have them for all three planets there's parts they don't want you to know about at this stage so they just kind of drop clouds over top those parts you know mm-hmm. uh to, to obscure them and keep them a mystery which is a nice touch um and 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 you know good again good story building story world building yeah so was there any other notable history that you that we didn't already touch on i kind of feel like you no peppered a bunch like, in there yeah.
0: like i said there's a bunch of spawns a bunch of sequels mmo shit and one of the first to use a battery pack you know other than that you know it's a video game
1: right 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 the economic analysis i was so fucking bogged down with the playing of this game that i didn't uh have a lot of time to devote to this but i actually thought of a, a silly one last second here uh before we were firing up that i i, I quickly worked out uh that i thought was was kind of fun all right. So uh, the premise for this idea, for this analysis is I think I've figured out Donald Trump's problem and that he, uh, my hypothesis is that he's possessed by Dark Falls, the arch fiend in this game, uh, okay. who, who is also known as Dark Phallus. is was one of the translations of his name from Japanese really? to, <laughs> yeah, to English, which is fun. With, um,
0: wait, hold on. With a P or an F? Like uh, P-H? or? With a, yeah, P-H. So, like, phallic? Like, phallic, correct. Okay. Dark dark dick. (laughs) Dark dick. I I actually have a joke about dark dick. Um, My my friends are all having kids now, and the joke is that once you have a child, your dick gets darker. Because they all remember, I think the story is they all remember seeing their dad's dicks as children. Like, getting out of the shower or something. Like, oops, accidentally saw his dick. And they all seemingly, apparently remember their father's dicks as being particularly dark
1: <laughs> interesting theory i've never
0: i never saw mad mike's dick uh, uh well congratulations i saw yeah. my dad's dick uh several times I said yeah
1: not that i recall unless i blocked it out it's such a traumatic experience you yeah, must
0: have seen it. we had we were fucking four people in one bathroom dude that you had to have seen it. i don't feel like i can't not that i remember not that i, I don't remember. want to talk about this <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you are we up, doing? You brought up. You brought up. I know. Up I, I I didn't blame you. I
1: just said I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Okay, fair enough. We can move on. Uh, uh, so okay. So um, the and, and Dark Falls, uh, furthermore, identifies. They describe. Uh, I guess it's to him as the personification of evil itself. So my theory is that yes, that Donald Trump is possessed by Dark Falls. Also, so. Okay. Uh, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but I guess so is our podcast in general. Uh, later, you will we will find that in the story that, that the governor of Motavia, the desert planet, um, and one of the kind of major NPCs in the game, uh, becomes, towards the end of the game, possessed or Dark Falls tries to possess him, I believe is the terminology they used. Uh, so using Trump as the control group, I want to determine... The annual salary of a major leader possessed by uh <laughs> by dark falls by okay. the personification of evil itself so super simple math donald trump's salary as president of the united states is 400 grand and a land rover range rover base model base model suv costs around 89 grand uh because there's a land rover in the game <laughs> so this is the the commercial uh between the two places and times, um, constant that I'm going to use is a Range
0: Rover right. so,
2: Land Rover.
0: <laughs> so if the president of the United States can afford essentially four Range Rovers. Roundabouts, uh, base model. They the uh, it looks like
1: the prices go up to closer to 200 grand for really primo things. Sure. But, a, but a base model is 89k present day. Right. Okay, so 400 divided by 89 is around four and a half is is the the multiplier that we're getting out of there. Um, so, a Range Rover and Fantasy Star runs you 5,200 Mercedes, right? Yep. So, 5,200 Mercedes times the 4.4944 uh, multiplier comes out to 23,371 Mercedes, Mercedes in the game. So, my guess or my best estimate is the governor of Motavia makes 23,371 Mercedes annually as the possessed by evil leader of its people, of its people, just as Donald Trump makes 400K annually as the possessed by evil leader of his people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Remember to vote, kids. please. <laughs> Remember to vote. That is this week's economic analysis. <laughs> and now we move on to our playthrough of Fantasy Star. Cave theme, bringing us into our playthrough of Fantasy Star, and as always, I want to touch on the title screen uh, for this baby to, to, to kick it off, and the slideshow, they give you, it's like a, kind of a, there might be like some minute animations to them, but they're relatively static animations, or, or, or illustration cells, kind of, in this kind of mural framing they put on screen there uh to tell you the the whole thing about uh alice and her brother being killed etc cetera, etc cetera, to kind of get you going uh story-wise and it's well done uh i i liked it i, I you said
0: you the the, the music too you, you dug the music yeah oh yeah yeah the, the uh, title track the theme is hot
1: yep the uh, you mentioned you uh, I thought the music was in general pretty you know I don't know I I didn't listen to it all cuz I was playing on my handheld and sometimes I had the volume down but uh I felt like it was relatively varied by RPG standards and in a lot of places I liked it I think
0: but Yeah I didn't I it was uh you know, and it could be yeah. that I just didn't like it cuz it wasn't that wasn't as good as I hoped it would be or it could be that I'm just have such a fond place in my heart for you know the RPGs that I'm super familiar with, like uh, Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy. Right. That you know, I probably just wanted those tracks to be those tracks in my heart. But uh, you know, if I had spent my entire childhood playing Fantasy Star, I would probably feel that way. So, right, yeah, I'll admit I mean, that's some bias going on. Sure, yeah, that's a that's a you know that's a a constant battle
1: throughout this for me too. Is is to be careful about nostalgic comparisons or nostalgia yeah. comparisons uh and it's even like i don't it's, it's like it's kind of like this a, a, a loose i can't even like really even grasp the idea let alone communicate it of exactly what it is about this game that's just like uh not quite there and i think it is just something of like my familiarity and uh nostalgic link to the nes early rpgs um that is fueling that feeling that i can't even describe you know what i mean like right. that's that's a, that's a constant thing that i was like, battling throughout playing this game uh and trying my best to shelve and ignore because that's not that's neither fair or you know uh of any benefit to this fucking analysis of not this exactly game the point know? of the podcast so. right exactly um Anyhow, so you get going, you fucking this thing kicks off after your little title screen slideshow deal uh and you start in this town uhmanit uh Kamenit. uh I, it's there's okay, so we already said there's three worlds like it's how do we even fucking start it here? is like, kind of crazy
0: actually yeah how do yeah, how are
1: we gonna go through this okay so the there are three worlds uh in the game Palma is the one you start on and it is very um uh, very Earth-like. Uh, what, what do they call them in, in, in Master of Orion? Uh, uh, that would be a... Ter- Terran. Terran? Yeah, Terran, yeah. Like, basically, a Earth-like deal where there's a relatively normal climate and uh, atmosphere, et cetera. Et cetera. It's, uh, you it's know, very uh, compatible to life. Right, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they, yeah, there are two others. There is Moltavia, and that is an, a very arid desert. Uh planet and uh, very yeah arid uh, explains dry <laughs> uh and uh the the third one is is this uh kind of a tundra based world so you start off on palma which is the earth-like one and the it's kind of like there's there's it's it was very w- early on it's weird to me like why are there two towns like <laughs> like why are there two towns as
0: the first town in the same thing yeah yeah
1: because yeah, there's like this enclosed and there's
0: also another one you can't go to it
1: Right, well, yeah, that's not, but that's not, the, you mean, the, you're talking about in the enclosure,
0: right? Yeah, the spaceport. Right,
1: yeah, which is not, yeah. I guess, yeah, if you don't realize that that's...
0: It's inside the walls, but, like, you don't go to it like the other ones.
1: Yeah, you can't walk up into it from below, which that's cool, too. I like that in general, that, like, once I figured it out...
0: <laughs> that it is a cool idea, but it tricked me at first.
1: Yeah, like, being able to, yeah, you go beneath the towns, and the idea is that they're elevated for, I assume, safety. Uh, um, Because there's a bunch of bad shit wandering around at... uh um, On Palma. Yeah, elevation, the habitat
0: ring. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's like, yeah, so all three of these things there's, there's Eat, Paralit, and then the spaceport. And they're all, and they're connected by these conveyor belt. Uh, what do they call them in the game? The, you need the road pass to get to them. But, uh,
0: what the fuck did they call them? I can't remember what they called them. I always thought of them as like a monorail or something. Right. Yeah. Some sort of transit fucking medium. It's futuristic shit. Yeah. Right.
1: And, Around all three of those is kind of this wall thing with a little opening to the southeast corner of it. Um, so it's like a, like a heavily fortified base town that you start in, and immediately they drop you into this. You know, it's a you, you start actually in Kaminit and the uh. You come out of your your it's actually your Elise's house, and right there immediately to your right, the first the, the thing you're closest to is kind of this nondescript looking hut. That if you are the kind of person who just checks boxes and like well, okay, let's this is the nearest thing, let's go with that, you'll go right into there, and it's a dungeon. Um, or at least it, it's it is a 3D dungeon. There's no enemies down there, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of how a lot of the towns have one of these and it's like a yeah a a, a baddie free dungeon that serves some sort of narrative purpose and the the purpose of this one is to basically provide you your initial resources your money uh so if you do get drawn to this immediately you go down into it and you get a 3d dungeon perspective which is a huge talking point of this game (laughs) uh is that this is how you experience the dungeons in this first person uh quasi 3d um windowed way you know um almost uh kind of mac i guess to to some degree yeah. uh but you go down there and you just wander yeah. around it's pretty simple you can't really go too many places in it um i should actually i can't believe i didn't bring my maps over let me grab my fucking maps did i map that first one i don't think i did map that i over.
0: know i wandered around it um a lot i was I was also looking for a fight, it, then I realized that there was going to be no fight and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wandered around it just to kind of get the feel for how the dungeons would be because I figured this was not going to be the only one, so I wanted to get a feel for it.
1: That was a very safe and responsible bet, Jeff <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh yeah, I mean, I guess it's worth noting that it uh, as much as I will have to say them about them later, that maybe isn't the most glowing thing uh. And the you know, on the surface they are very basic. It's not like I was blown away visually by them, but just the fact that they exist in this three D space um, is a whole other ball game than the top down shit you get in you know Dragon Warrior slash Final Fantasy. Uh, right. If you want to start with the comparisons immediately,
0: <laughs> you actually you. But you did see this to further the comparisons. You did see this later in the Dungeons and Dragons game for Sega Genesis. For sure, but that yeah, that's. But it was game. not the same the, mechanics. There was, there
1: was NES. There was, uh, I think, I want to call it Swords and Serpents, an NES game uh, that is not out at this time. But uh, it, you know, it's only a, a year or two down the line, probably uh, on the NES side that did have this too. And you know, honestly, they may have ripped it. Fucking, they might have just literally bit
0: off what they did here in Fantasy Star. Is a very logical possibility because it is uh, right. a bit down the line. So yeah, did it, Wizardry it, come out because that is it's essentially the same system as Wizardry. It is.
1: Yeah. Uh that's a good question and and a good history thing we could have looked at. Uh right. because I I mean I think the 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 computer version of Wizardry is already out at this point for sure. Yeah, I think it is. November 88 and even 87, yeah. I, so the concept is is has been done on other platforms, platforms. You know, PC platform or or computer gaming platforms, but um this is the first one for console gaming. So mm-hmm. That means something. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, so you, you, know, you dig through there and you get your fucking money to start. So you have some resources to go hopefully find some shops and get yourself some equipment as all these RPG games work. Uh, so you're popping around in this town. And I, I mentioned it in our first well, in the magazine episode about this, like one of my initial gloss over takeaways uh, was the the towns like it's not just the identical sprites for the town people. that sucks. They also don't move. Which yeah. makes it really, I don't know, it just feels cheap, I guess, maybe is the simplest way to put it.
0: You know, uh, The towns feel cheap for that. Uh, yeah, I, when I was playing, I noticed that too. And I actually thought of Final Fantasy and how the characters moved. And it occurred, I was like, well, you know, the, the movements of Final Fantasy are nonsensical and stupid. They're not necessarily doing anything to citizens of these towns. Right. But they are moving, and apparently, it turns out that adds more to the feeling than I thought it did. Yeah, for sure. But
1: as much as I think it's cheap, it also put my mind on the 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 the, <laughs> the the train of thought that that movement in Final and Dragon Warrior both had this. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't actually provide anything first like a, like yes there's this feeling that i apparently it gives you that is not a cheapness that you feel looking at this uh when these these things don't move but it was often also incredibly
0: annoying when you would get stuck behind one of those motherfuckers so fucking <laughs> <new>. and <laughs> right. in this game you can't even go off the path so like if they were on your path and right. you would go off the path like you would be fucked i don't know yeah like you that's would be it
1: so annoyed
0: uh So yeah, it was just funny that
1: like it's something you want something there that really only has a purpose that annoys you in an application.
0: Uh, It's such uh, just a dickhead gamer desire, (laughs) right?
2: And and I
0: noticed too that it was it was it actually in the end had its benefits in a way because not to go too deeply into it, but I didn't know how to play. I should say I didn't know how to beat this game, and. Like, I'll play through Final Fantasy like once every two years, and I know how to beat the game, you know? The thing is, like, to get the information to beat this game, I had to talk to people. Right. And, to, and if they don't like, move, you're
1: able to know who the fuck you talk to. <laughs> you
0: can keep track of these people <laughs> right, a little yeah. easier since they right. don't move. So it does have its benefits. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's an, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's worth noting. Like, I did not, uh, It was a long. It was a ways into it before I started FAQing at all, and I of course tried to do that minimally. Uh, So there was a a great deal of genuine exploration and genuinely doing it. The you know, like even it's funny. Like it 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 didn't uh, it didn't mean anything significant to me at the time. But we didn't play Dragon Warrior or Final Fantasy that way. We had the fucking books there. You know. Yeah. And like I don't even know if we tried to solve problems. I feel like we might have just been doing the, like, literally falling along in, like, I know that Final Fantasy fucking strategy guide for sure. <laughs> right.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> like, yes.
1: we are not right. just wandering around these fucking caves. I remember specifically looking at all the maps as we went, you
0: know? Um, right. And I was a little bit younger than you, so, like, you might have had the cognitive ability to figure things out on your own. Like, that I got into RPGs at six years old, I'm not, like, trying to make myself sound smart or anything, but, like, <laughs> it, it was kind of, like, a big undertaking for a little kid like me, and I realized that at a certain point, you know, I realized while playing this game that at a certain point in my life, it was just ingrained to me or ingrained in me how to play and beat Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior. It's like nobody remembers learning to speak English as a child (laughs) in America, (laughs) but like you do it and at some point you just can do it. Yeah. And that was the same thing for those games. And then I tried to, you know, essentially learn a new language here and I was like, wait, I actually have to like. Talk to these people and ask that, like, when they say, like, Medusa lives in the cave to the south, like, you got to listen to that shit. and Yeah,
1: retain it, and then, yeah, and and a lot of times, uh, process, yeah, it is, that's a great way to put it, uh, the, the language analogy is great, because, you know, even, even when you're, like, that's a very explicit, uh, piece of dialogue you're giving there, whether it's hypothetical or exact, uh, but there are a lot of them that are not so explicit <laughs> and that you right. need to decipher uh, what you're being told and how it applies to where you're at in the game um, and that you know that was maybe a, what else would you FAQ for I guess but that was often the times that I did pull up an FAQ playing this it was exactly that like I just like I have no fucking idea like I have no fucking clue I have talked right. to everyone they don't move I know I've talked to every one of them <laughs> like there's nowhere <laughs> else like I don't know I have no fucking idea what I'm supposed to do right now right. Uh, and it ar- it's already taken me forever and i gotta record this episode i gotta find out what to do next <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta keep the fucking ball rolling and what can you do right uh anyhow uh i digress the uh it is very nice that you can save it anytime. that is a very very nice feature of this game um like within the game obviously we're safe stating now uh sure. and i i only initially played this and realized that this was a, a functionality but yeah, you don't have to go to a king. You don't have to go to a fucking church. And, you don't have to do anything. You can just right. click save on your menu and save anywhere, anytime. You have five slots. You can, in the same way that you, you uh, use save states, where you'll save state a. You know, uh, I'm in a cave now. I'm only halfway through. Some of my resources and MP are depleted. I don't know for sure if I can make it to the end. So I don't want to save over my my like base save game. You know, yeah, there like are full. five slots. Right, so you can save uh, on different slots even. Uh, so you know that's that's also incredibly. I mean, even uh, Dragon Warrior, and Final Fantasy, you cannot do that at all. Like you have nope. to, you save over, you go to the king. I mean, it kind of keeps, it prevents you from fucking yourself in that you have to go to the king uh, or somewhere else like that to save at all. So you can't fuck yourself mid cave and not be able to get out. And you know they literally them. never. Right. Uh, that's maybe that's something that maybe that should be a criticism that you can in this game uh you could maybe get yourself backed into a corner where you just if you're not saved using them an, an intelligent safe state weight like that
0: save state way like that where yeah. you, just, you you are fucked you can't <laughs> you're, yeah you're, or if you like accidentally saved over your one that was like you know I'm outside of the cave full of shit ready to go like but then again, you know they give you five spaces, so there's a there should be a lower chance of that. I go both ways on this for me like. I remember being kids and being told, like, okay, motherfuckers, bedtime, and I'm in the middle – whoa, bitch, I'm in the middle of the Marsh Cave. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> this is not a simple – like, even if I turned around right now, which I am not doing, yeah. and went back to the fucking end, it's going to take me 20-something minutes.
2: Right, right, right. Like, yeah. and that is
0: – it's adding, like – but then again, you know, completing the quest, in this instance, the Marsh Cave in Final Fantasy, it does – you know, completing the quest is one thing, but you still got to get out and get home. Right. You know, I mean, the Hobbit was written that way for a reason because going home is part of the journey. And um, so, I, I like having that. But at the same time, now I'm an old man and curmudgeonly Like when my dog throws up on the rug, I want to save and turn the shit off and clean it.
2: <laughs> right
0: now, you know, I got right. shit to do.
1: Well, you know, Two caveats to this, too. Uh, I guess that you you can't you can't actually back because you can die and it. It it, well, it doesn't take you back to your save game the way a state was. It takes you back to whatever church I think you were at last or something. So there is it. it actually I should I we should be I, I correct myself in saying that you can't you can't fuck yourself. It doesn't allow you to fuck yourself entirely. Um, so that wouldn't be a valid criticism for it. But it is just interesting that's an option. And f- uh, the other thing about that exact like yes because of that like got to go to bed or there's only you know like rampage is the one i think of the most because rampage uh i don't know if we ever sat down and because and co- i did have rampage i don't know if we ever sat down and co-op through the whole nes version of that but it's long as fuck dude it's mm-hmm. like 100 stages. not even the 50 states it's like more because there are multiple cities in some of the states so it is fucking forever and it's such a monotonous game too as much fun as it is uh as a mechanic uh to actually beat the game is just like this total slog i can imagine by like level 60 you're like you've got to be kidding me yeah it's the same shit yeah i can't do this anymore but as a kid you don't have anything else to do so you do it anyways and i definitely remember like leaving that motherfucker on and you're just like the whole next day at school, you're just praying that your fucking NES doesn't fucking
0: <laughs> yeah, like
1: doesn't freeze up for no reason, or you know, whoever doesn't fucking bump into it or whatever, it could pop power go well, off. My fucking
0: mom goes in to get the laundry and she's like, "Oh, this is on." Boom, yeah, it's off exactly. now. Like, yeah, like oh god, that's that's the that's the risky world you live in as a small child in the NES era. Yeah, and the stakes were high. I mean, the like, stakes were super that's high. Like, like, for our younger listeners, like imagine like you were playing like I don't know Fallout Four, and like you'd been into it for like sixty hours, and you're fucking advanced. Then your mom just turns it off, and you lose it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that happened to us multiple times.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and soul crushing. It's very soul crushing. <clears throat> also, in the menu system, there is a dreaded search option. Um, I, which I, means I, that you can and likely need at times to search random obscure
0: tiles to find key items, and that I'd have no visual differentiation at yep. all.
1: And that is a real bitch. When I saw that, I had a little, you know, a little part of me died inside. Uh, they, it, we yeah, we already touched on that kind of how like the, the fucking you can enter the cities from below. That's a cool uh, game mechanic. And what did you buy first with your fifty bones that you found in the dungeon?
0: Oh, what did I buy? Um, bu- bu- bum bum bum. I think I might have bought the shield because I think only one of the initial upgrade items is within your you means. can aff- have yeah. yeah within your means with the dungeon gold. So I bought the shield. Um... Mercedes, chap, not gold. Sorry. speaking so <laughs> <cognitive laughs> of criticisms. What the fuck is that? Did you look
1: this up? <laughs> I, I didn't want to know. It's just the game. I just assumed it. Mercedes. That's
2: yeah. So stupid. I just
0: bought into it as, as a as a as a part of the story world. I didn't even. Right. question I'll I'll try to do better on that. Um, I bought the could My thing in games like this, uh, I did it with Lord, the uh, DOS-based, text-based mm-hmm. uh, Legend of the Red Dragon. I like to, and Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior, same thing. I like to go for a higher defense right. to maximize my time outside of town without spending gold at an end to replenish my health. Right. Um, yep. I'm, I I am also conservative-minded in that way. I'm very Uh, conservative-minded when it comes to RPGs. Or at least these, like, early RPGs. Like, the newer ones, like, Fallout New Vegas and shit like that, like, it's different. But, yeah, these, conservative, for sure.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I did the same thing. I bought the little shield too. Uh, and the cola for emergency healing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> that's that's how I spent my, my initial dough. Uh, and then like literally, I don't know, I don't know what you did after you if you bought that stuff, but I just accepted my fate like a good little gamer and got right to grinding. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I
0: grinded and, and I it, I was so excited for it too. I don't <laughs> know what it is, but I love grinding. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, there weren't a lot I, I did hear
1: initially early on, but there wasn't many times where I felt compelled or a need to, um, uh, as the game progressed, which to do what to, to the need to grind. Oh, you know? okay. Um, cause so, you know, there are certainly instances in some of these fucking RPGs where like my only option that right now is to grind.
0: <laughs> like, right. I, Like I, I'm outclassed by these enemies. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, I cannot do the next thing until I am much further along.
1: Um and yeah, I didn't there weren't many situations where I felt that way. Okay. Maybe because I started early, I don't know. Um but, you know, one could also say that that's a good design. Um thing that they, you know, properly I would,
0: ban- I would say it's definitely a good design because like I was just talking to my buddy about South Park the Stick of Truth and that game, it's an RPG, a really good one if you haven't played it by the way. And it I've never played it, but I've heard that I heard that it's before. fucking fan dude play it. It's fantastic Um from beginning to end like You get about as exactly powerful as you need to be at each point and they give you about as many fights as you need in between so like you do level up I guess it's like It feels like grinding like in a couple points, but it's really not and it's still fun when you are and uh I, I definitely consider it um, a plus to have things set up so that you don't necessarily have to grind. Right. Properly balanced. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's often the... I believe that was one of the <clears throat> uh,
1: big things I read about. Or something so with the, the Dragon Warrior iOS port. Like, that was like... The, a few of these games. Maybe Final Fantasy, too. So, when, like, whenever I see... Uh, a, a, a re-release of an older game like this—that's often like one of the things they highlight in the game features that that it's been—they have adjusted the balance mm-hmm. of of that so you don't need to grind as much, um, which is you know again you can go, kind of go both ways for different reasons on that on that topic. Right. Uh, so yeah, so in doing that grinding, the free healing hut in Kamini is very clutch. Uh, <laughs> without yeah. that. The first few levels uh, and getting that that first Iron Sword upgrade so you can actually do some damage would have been a real bitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. I mean, I, I, I again, this is kind of my conservative-minded way I approach these games. Like, I would take my ass all the way back. You know, like, even when I was bopping around over by Scion, the port town to the east, uh, a little, little later on, like, I would risk it and take my ass all the way back to not spend that dough because and this is something we'll get into but the you know the the healing system in the towns uh the traditional healing system in the towns is a, is a whole different thing than what most games like this uh utilize um and it's expensive so um having that as a, as a way to not deplete your dough and minimize your grinding need early on was very nice uh, so yes, I basically got her. At, I got uh, Alice's ass off to level six uh, before I really even tried to start wandering for narrative shit, uh, and I had the heal spell, the buy spell, um, which is fun, the chat spell, and had the titanium sword and the light suit, uh, and then I headed off to the cave. They told me Odin was looking for Medusa
0: and was the first. I'll thing also that. stop you right there. I called it the Titan sword. Yeah. Because of the Titans. That's, that's fun. That's fun. That's all I got. I had the, <laughs> I had the instruction booklet, so I knew what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I, get to, I get to be more creative in my, the way I play.
1: You never, you never once looked at the instruction booklet? Nope. Oh my God. The number of times, because it is the, you know, that's, you get a lot of, uh, person specific items and shit. Um, and knowing what was what value wise, like how much it, what it did for your attributes. Uh, there was no way to know that without fucking the instruction booklet. So hmm. very frequently, uh, I would be playing this game with a browser open on my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Instruction booklet to refer to that. There's there a ton of items too. <clears throat> um, so yeah, there's a lot to fucking parse as far as uh, instruction booklet goes in this I game. probably should have read it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, so what I thought, it's funny, like early on, I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't know what was what I, didn't, I did. not I I was in the wrong places, the wrong caves. I don't think I, I wasn't going to the right cave looking for Odin. I did the first thing I went to was the, 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 the cave South of Scion, the, uh, the port town. There's one right there below it. And uh, one, the, I like the sprites for the caves. So they look cool. <clears throat> um, And I went all the way there before realizing i probably would need to score something to illuminate
0: <laughs> right that's typically how these things work
1: right that did not occur to me so load state and then i go back and i use my flash uh which apparently is consumable and that bummed me out even though it makes sense in hindsight um,
0: but it wasn't consumable in the way that i hate and th- like what, the timed thing yeah the timed thing like once yeah. you go in and you turn it on it's on until you leave yeah that actually, that, that.
1: that didn't even occur to me, and that, yeah, that is, that was nice. Uh,
0: I didn't yeah. even realize it, because, uh, yeah, that is a pain. Yeah, Dragon Warrior, when that fucking t- <laughs> clicks off. It's lonely, you, dude. Yeah, it's... Uh... And, like, yeah, it's fun, you know, it's a cool game mechanic, but, like... And yeah, it did, dude, I memorized, like you know, mean, I can, you know, I'm sure you can, too. I can
1: get through the, dun- the Dragon Cave, the oh, Green dude. Dragon Cave, yeah. without yeah. even now right now you turn the game on right now i could get right to now. the fucking the stairway going across the river
0: uh without having any light <laughs> i could close my eyes be blindfolded hung upside down from my legs and i could do it
1: yeah down till you hit the wall right till you hit right. the wall down till down. you hit the wall left till you hit right. the wall down nope. it's
0: down that's down. It's down no i'm sorry it's it's right it's down right down is it
1: left it's left, because you go back, because it's, it's right I on the bottom left the. corner. You have to go back left, and then down.
0: Uh, you might have to go right one after you hit that very last bottom wall. But... I think it's the, yeah, I think it's down, right, down, right, <laughs> down, <laughs> left, up, left. What a stupid argument.
1: Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> the is, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: The point is, that it's entrenched in your mind before that reason, because of the torch. Because era. you had to fucking bring a torch, or otherwise, and that's stupid, so right. that's you just out for sure. how to do it. Uh,
1: so I go back to Scion and pay enough uh, attention to the conversations. Because yeah, so yeah, I go down there, I turn the fucking thing on, and see what's going, what's what. And there's a locked door right at the beginning. So I'm like, what? How can this be? Why did they tell me to come here? <laughs> 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 so uh, and that would be that would happen a lot here in the beginning, right? again, like we already talked about. I just didn't get it. I didn't get what they were telling me. I didn't understand the logistics, yada yada. So I go back to Scion and I pay enough attention to what they're fucking all saying to realize the thing to the north. They mentioned might not be the pyramid looking because, yeah, because that was. I went into the, the pyramid looking dungeon too on the wall there, right above Scion, thinking that was maybe where Medusa was. Yeah, Same northeast. Thing. and that's locked. That's not even locked with a what I would find out later is the lock for the key. That's locked with you need the spell that Noah learns like on level fucking 30, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like the end of the game. Uh, so that wasn't it either. Um, so I fucking. Uh, Start winding around even more. I go to the one that's up north, past that temple, like kind of like through that little. There's like a little passageway along the wall that the in-game temple is built into, uh, and go up there. And something occurred to me while I was doing this because uh, it was kind of a long trek. Uh, I was I started running from things for the first time. And speaking of things that are just programmed into you, dude, it occurred to me that when I run in an RPG button i hit every button epileptically <laughs> yeah and that is just i believe i read it somewhere once that it helps in your escape chances for i do not sure which rpg just some rpg at some fucking point right. and i do it in every game
0: ever since <laughs> i know i've always known that you did it and i, and I actually was wondering if you were doing it here <laughs> yeah i absolutely was doing it uh okay. i swear it helped uh <laughs> i don't i i hear uh Pokemon fans out there are they're convinced that if you hit buttons like you get certain fucking mutations in your Pokemon or so. I never played those games and I doubt it's real anyways, but it's it's a thing that many gamers believe. Yeah. I briefly played the one on the iPhone, the what is it, Pokemon Go. It was the only one
1: I've ever played in my whole life. And oh, I... when when that was all hot and whatnot. Yeah, I gotta admit it was kind of fun. Uh, it looked fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 whole idea of the real world integration game kind of thing where you're looking for digital totems in real world, uh, fucking
0: whatever in the real world. Man. Yeah. In the real
1: world uh is a, is a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember a friend visiting uh, me in New York long before that game even came out and, uh, they were playing like this, it was like an extremely rudimentary concept of that. There was something on their phone where, yeah, they had to go find these trophies at dumbass places. In uh, I think I've it, heard of this. Yeah, and it, it just—I mean, and literally, there wasn't. You know, I don't think there was anything to catch. I think it was just literally: can you go get to this? Pick up all these things. Go to these places. And like, man, you know, it's super simple version of it. But even that, I remember thinking like. I'm not going to download it, but that sounds like I might like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can see yeah. how that works. Anyway, Plus, the only thing about I that know, is that you people... don't know well. If you're, like, visiting a place just as a way to get you out and doing things, like, that would be, right. you know, cool idea. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I go up to that cave, and that also was a fucking locked door right away at the beginning. So, you fucking pricks. So, now
0: I'm just wandering
1: around trying to find something, anything, when I find that, that cave. Do. Yeah, then I might find that cave just outside of the south side of the periphery wall that you and I were texting about. Right. <laughs> like, I found that cave after, I mean, I don't even, like I said, I was at at least level six. I had and went into three places that I couldn't fucking find. And it's like the simplest cave ever that's just right there outside the town. Uh, which, that might have been the first thing I found. Really? See, I, yeah. I didn't. And I, I, it's not like I didn't go south. I just didn't wrap right around the wall like that. And yeah. I, if
0: you if you don't, you can miss it. Yeah. So I fucking did not fucking took
1: me a while to get there. But I call that the Perlit Cave, and that's the first cave I actually got to ex, uh, experience. Uh, and I like the music in there, which is, I guess, that's what maybe why we picked it here, or you picked it rather. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mapped man. So I ordered graph paper off Amazon in preparation for this. And got to implement it. Um, I even Googled <laughs> uh, the d and D DM map key so I could standardize the symbols the or the symbols that I used in the maps. Uh, okay. You know, like for doors, chests, pits, et cetera. Uh, I didn't recall uh, offhand how I used to do it back in my brief DM days years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'll scan those and and throw those in the show notes just for fucking fun. I probably have, I don't know, maybe six or seven pages of fucking maps Mm -hmm. uh, that were, it was, and it was, it was just, uh, I don't know, it was super
0: fucking fun to do them. Uh, At least early on, eventually it became a chore, but right. Uh, you said you were just fucking googling them, right? <laughs> well, I thought, st- like my fucking uh, my graph paper. It turns out, was at work. I was doing some sort of nerdy shit there on my breaks, apparently, and uh, so I didn't have any graph paper here. And I kicked around the idea of like just like sketching out my own like just draw ten lines that cross each other, and that's a graph. And I was like, no, like fuck that. And if I like if I let this hang me up, I'm just gonna stop playing the game. So I did not map uh, uh, the dungeons, uh. which takes uh, you know a bite out of the game but um uh, right. I didn't Uh and I honestly it
1: didn't it doesn't functionally add like honestly like if I wouldn't have been like looking at a map that was already drawn and trying to do it excuse right. me I think would have been way more difficult because I was not, you would not, you know it's not you would not be as focused as
0: counting on them or counting the clicks you know Uh, and i was many times unaware of my specific location and had to like walk around until i noticed like okay hallway on my right and blah 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 to the back yeah right
1: which is a a big criticism we can probably start here is that the
0: fucking dungeons are (laughs) it's just like no differentiation they're all the same fucking blue walls that's it nothing uh, well, crazy. the walls changed in some of the caves, the color, but oh, okay. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, okay. but they, it was
1: the same. It was the same pillar yeah. in the whole cave, so it's not like there was any differentiation. It, it doesn't the, matter, right? Right? Uh, yeah. So fucking uh, that
0: uh, that would become a very taxing uh, problem eventually. But I didn't know would when, when I would turn, like if I was looking, if I walked, say, to like a dead end, so I'm looking at a dead end wall, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn around 180 degrees, so I would hit left or right. And just for a split second when you did that, and I don't know if this is, like, if it's in the real game or if it was the emulator, but I feel like it's probably in the real game, for a split second of that dead end would just become, like, a hallway. Yeah. 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 And it just, like, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Was it a dead end or did I make that up? And it it throws you off?
1: Like, like literally while you were turning,
0: you know? Yeah. The wall would, like, disappear. Yeah and look yep. like you had further to walk, and yeah, oh my and it god, did, that was not
1: Yeah, it didn't have, it was weird too, like I noticed it periodically throughout the game, but it was not an absolute, you know what I mean? So uh, it, I don't think it happened all the time. Which makes it even worse, really, because right. then you don't know what it means. Especially because, there's dude, there's multiple fucking guys in this game, old wise men and shit, that tell you like, don't believe what you see in the dungeons. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, like if you, you know. There's a, dude, there's a ton of that in this game where like literally it is its, its own language and you just have to learn the way it works. And, wa- and there are going to be a lot of times where you you know your translator's not working and you're going to bump into walls for a while. Uh, and then you learn a new word and then you can implement that word into the rest of your vernacular as you play the rest of the game. You know, right. keeping it within the analogy uh, that happened at fucking a lot in this game, um, many of which I will fucking mention specifically. But. All right so yeah so this fucking paralite cave this is where odin is and he is who's your uh your first i guess he was supposed is he supposed to be the first guy you get i don't know but he's in here he's turned to stone i don't yeah i think maybe you don't get him first or you don't uh de-stone him first but he's in here uh i have no fucking i had no idea what to fucking do about that (laughs) you find him he's, he's just this statue looking thing in one of the hallways uh and I went, I went everywhere at this point. So this was, I was like, fuck this, FAQ time. Um, and this is the, this is the like, it's, just, it's bullshit. It's just total bullshit. There's just no way for you to have known. Uh, the, the first thing that I missed or that I didn't recognize in the FAQ list was the secret thing in the Cyan item store. I knew the, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Secret. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a fucking blank line. And, like, multiple stores have that blank line. Like, some of the second, or the food stores will only have just a cola and a burger. So the third line is empty. And there's just, I think that's maybe what
0: it fucking was. I don't know. But are the stores that was... Wait, 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 wait. A blank line. In, in my emulation, it was, in Cyan. It, in it was, it said secrets.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: just want to make sure I didn't get, like, a, di- like, you know, Fantasy Star for Sega Genesis or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I stand corrected, but yeah, that's still fucking tricky and weird. Yeah. And it's 200, which is not a small amount of money. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I, and I, and that was, yeah, that's example. I, you know, I should have like checked the fucking instruction book. and not see it there. And that should have stood out to me. Uh, but I just, yeah, I assumed it was some item that I didn't have a need for yet. And, and yeah, the uh, fucking, I, I did not buy it when I first saw it and didn't know that that's what I needed to do next. Right. Um, so, and here, even, even furthermore, when you do select it, he, he tells you you, Yeah, he tells you to fuck off. Yeah. And then he does it a, this you do it you go back if you ask it again, he does it a second time. Correct. How many times, like you know, and like these games are they give you they fucking assign these fuckers one thing to do. And like that's what they do. And like the idea that you would have to pester this guy three times to until get until he it.
0: changes the behavior is yeah. not a thing that happens.
1: Right, it is not the way these games usually work. So yeah, just like I never would in a million years, I n- never would have guessed it.
0: <laughs> right, uh, and like you said, you've encountered at this point already like doors, and somebody even tells you. I find it real quick in my map. No, I, why would I write that down? And somebody even tells you in one of the towns that, like m- you know, some doors can only be opened by magic. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like I know what my capabilities are essentially at this point, like. And I know that sometimes you can't buy items until you need them or whatever. So I guess this just isn't for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and yeah, it fucking sucked. So for, yeah, the FAQ told me you got to do it three times. Um, right. uh, and like the, his his like text, the, the actual te- uh, dialogue he gives you is, uh, I don't know who told you to do that. I tell you, no one can do. <laughs>
0: I didn't even read this.
1: Yeah, go back on, go back, go on back to wherever you came from. I tell you, no one can do go on back to where you came from. Is the second one, and the third one is all right, all right. I give up, but don't tell anyone where you got this, okay? And that, yeah, that is so goddamn obtuse. Uh, never would have thought in a million years. And that's fucking Nintendo hard the Sega way, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> how, yeah. yeah. How I estimate that. So, anyways, what we're talking about here is that he gives you the fucking road pass so you can now use those conveyor belt monorail things yeah. uh, that are built in Kaminit. So now you can go to the, the spaceport. Right, the spaceport. Hala fucking booyah. So you go there, and there is uh, a thorough security check. In the passport application uh or rather the thorough security check in the passport application process so you need to get a passport to take the spaceship out of the spaceport uh to eventually motavia and uh she (laughs) this is great she the woman in the security fucking passport place asked you two questions she asks have you ever done anything anything illegal and are you sick
0: (laughs) Which, which who yeah. who would ever
1: say yes to either of those things if you're trying to right?
0: Travel. If you're applying for a fucking passport, <laughs> right. like, who would? Yeah, you got to be an idiot. Right. So yeah. Did you, you, say, you go back and answer these questions the wrong way?
1: Uh I did to the criminality inquiry. Uh, did anything change? She yeah. She goes, that's not good. Come back later.
0: <laughs> and by later, she means just speak to her literally instantly again and say no. yeah.
1: Just just walk out and yeah, come back in. Uh, which is yeah, I don't know
0: eight bit video games in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I appreciate them throwing in that bit of uh, you know, just narrative building, I guess. But fun, yeah. But it yeah, it was it was very
1: very funny. I laughed right. heartily at that. So after you pay that the, the passport, you gotta pay her hundred Mercedes, hundred bones, uh and she just gives it to you right there. <laughs> like, <literally>, you just see <laughs> so, yeah, you say Sam, no boom. no no you're not a criminal. No you're not sick. Boom, here's your passport. Right. Hop on.
0: <laughs> you can go anywhere in the galaxy later. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, and, and for such a dystopian, um, you know, and it seems like those towns are under some sort of martial law. Uh, right. It, it's, yeah. it's a very. Well, I think they actually say that. that exa- it's funny you use that terminology. I think they use that exact
1: terminology in the uh, in Camden. They say that the townspeople are under martial law.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. They did say. That. Yeah. One of the guys I talked to said that. Yeah. Right. I didn't write that down because it's obvious there's guards all over. and They're not letting you right. do things. That's martial law. Right, right. Hey, you know, speaking of which, before we get too far along, because I don't know where we're going to fit it in, we're talking about money, uh, Mestasas here. Um, Mercedes. Like- called, right? What is it?
1: Mercedes, I think. Dude, I Anyhow. fucking hate that's those bad. things.
0: Whatever. I'm going to call them something that starts with an S and then ends with a Taz at the end, so you guys are just going to have to deal with that. But um, all this shit costs money. What's that? It starts with an M, not an S. Mercedes. Yeah, that's what I said. It starts with an S. Anyway, Sorry anyway <laughs> but it doesn't matter. um i don't know where we'll fit this in but you got to get this money by fighting enemies
1: yeah sure and yeah. then
0: when you're done fighting the fucking enemies what happens every one of them has a fucking chest dude dude, dude. sucked dude. sucked dude, the, the <laughs> treasure chest like industry have like a lobby in the government or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like it'd be like instead of like us carrying around wallets, everybody was like, "Nah, dog. The way you do this is you carry a treasure chest around.
1: Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. you, man. And you have to go through so many button pushes yeah. and time to get this shit. And then they're fucking trapped sometimes. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so- no joke, dude. So probably my first fight, I don't even remember, because why would you remember this? Probably my first fight, I found a treasure chest. I was like, oh, cool. Can't wait to see what's in it. Probably the second one, I'm like, damn, I'm lucky. The third one, I'm like, is this how they do this? And the fourth (laughs) one, I'm like, oh, my God, this is it.
1: This is how they do this, yeah. And at
0: a certain point, I realized that the chests were also trapped. And I was like, what happens if I have very low health? Do do you just not risk it? Yeah, you're foregoing the dough. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, there were... Uh, a great application of this idea many times later on when I'm going through the tougher caves and shit. Uh, if I wasn't hardcore saving for something, and there are instances where money is paramount. Uh, but if that wasn't the case, uh, and I was trying to get through somewhere, yeah, he I was, it. yeah, I was skipping every fucking one. And honestly, the the fucked up part about that is skipping a chest is even more button. Is l- it? Yeah, it's because you got. I like, didn't skip any. Yeah, you got to. De- you, you say you don't want to open it, and then it goes to. Uh, it doesn't just disappear, and you move on in the dungeon. Um, it No. It you got to like it goes to like the like as if you would hit the the not the pause button, but the go to the go to the menu button, and you would have to cl- hit B and click off that fucking. Uh, or I guess the one we shouldn't call it B when we're doing a Sega game, but <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> you got to you got to hit the the the. the Decline button or the fucking cancel button and make the menu go away before you can start walking again So yeah, it's even more annoying to say no almost than just the constant hitting of the button to to go uh, and, and
0: power through opening them, you know, right? I did not know that because I didn't try it fucking sucks, dude No question. Did you uh, ever get to the point where you had like say one hit point and you opened a trap chest? Oh and someone died sure Oh, wait, so someone can die. See, I didn't even get a second... I didn't get another party member in this game. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I did a lot of grinding, and then I got rolling, and then I had shit to do, and I just fucking couldn't do it. But, um, yeah, it won't kill the last party member. I'll say that. Like, apparently. Oh. Interesting. Because if it had fucking, like... I remember I opened one and I knew that I had one hit point and I was like, well, that's it. I'm dead. And it just let me go on. And it, it, if it had fucking killed me, I honestly would have stopped playing the game. I'm pretty sure it can. I wonder uh, if I'm playing a different emulation. I mean, well, I mean, you know, it, 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 it
1: does not seem terribly weird to me that it, it wouldn't kill your last person. Like, it I
0: doesn't seem weird, but, I, but also it's fucking old school RPG and those things can be brutal. I thought it might. Yeah, no, no, yeah man, I fucking it's the that whole fucking aspect of it really sucks. But regardless, yeah, I mean, just like everything, carrying around a fucking treasure chest, and oh my god, the countryside must be fucking littered with them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe the uh, the lobbyist is not even in the
1: manufacturing sector of treasure chests. Maybe it's in the waste disposal. Uh, oh my god, it could uh, be. be. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the municipal waste disposal system, uh, which is which seems like a a more that's you know it's one of those things that easily gets monopolized, basically. <laughs> And and more right. easily, uh, you know, they're large contracts, so there's more – it's more s- uh, subject or more prone, I feel, to uh, political uh, You know, political. fuckery.
0: Yeah, fuckery, yeah. Yeah, in this uh, case, it's fuckery, not workings. Sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, fuck those treasure chests and fuck – because, like, honestly – and, like, you know, I, they didn't design this game thinking podcasters in 30 years in the future would give a shit. But the point is, like, I was thinking about just the amount of time that I wasted getting through that and not just being given my reward. Yeah. Yep, like, accepting sucks. my reward took, it probably increased the chore. amount. Yeah. It's a chore, yeah. Sucks. Sorry, right. I fucking had to. There was nowhere to fit that in, and it was pissing me off, and I wanted nah, to yeah, say sure. something about it.
1: Yeah, no, that fucking
0: sucks. Uh,
1: so, yeah, so fucking passport thing, off to Motavia. So the first planetary change there out of the spaceport, and you're going to Motavia is the only option. You can't go to the other one from the spaceport. So that's where you go, and this is the desert, the, the, the desert world. And the space travel, you've missed out, man. The, some of the animations for some of the, the interstitial uh, moments of this game are, are really good and and. and pretty in all honesty and yeah the space travel animation is is pretty cool you do like uh particularly again for the 8-bit shit but you do like uh you like fly off the planet you kind of go over like it it, the, the spaceship leaves the spaceport and kind of like goes over part of the world map at like a really fast rate and then it cuts to you leaving the atmosphere and you get like an actual you know half the the globe, the, the planet that you're on, you can see the ship leaving and then you go through space a little bit and then it like does the reverse version on the other side of that. Um, and the, it was really cool that the, the, the planet art, the sprite for the planet as you're leaving it, mm-hmm. uh, is it, they're not it's not just a uniform one like you get planet art that is specific to the planet and the climate that that planet has. You know that that you're that you're going to or going leaving from and going to. So like right. you le- you leave the, the the terra the terra the Taran uh, planet. Taran. Yeah, and then you can see the 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 desert arid one when you when you're uh, arriving in Motavia, which is cool. This nice level. Come to
0: think of it, I actually I did go to Motavia, um, so I did see this animation. Okay. And uh, yeah, it is cool. Uh, though I didn't notice all the specifics about it, but um, yeah, good for them because that is cool. You know, they could have just like fucking made a sound and changed the screen. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, so yeah, you get into
1: Motavia and uh there is um <laughs> like one of the first things you bump into is a guy trying to cop 1 billion Mercedes for a supposed rare animal. Right. <laughs> uh if you tell him you'll pay it, he just yells at you and calls you a liar. <laughs> what are you watching me, dude? I like <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, if you if you say, you know, he just like telepathically gleans that you have the pot given. Like if you say yes, uh, he just knows that you have the pot that you were given in Caminate this uh, Laconian pot or some shit like that and offers to trade you the animal for that. Um, And, you know, gamer knowledge and implies that you should say yes, even though he's telling you that he wants one billion for that thing. So mm-hmm. this must be valuable too. Like maybe I want to barter a little. But <laughs> right, but uh, you know what else am I gonna do? Right, what else am I gonna do? Uh, so yeah, he gives you this fucking thing, this animal, and it's uh, speaking of Pikachu or fucking Pokemon. It is an adorable looking Pikachu rabbit dog. Okay. You can do this, yeah, because you don't even, I mean you had to have the pot.
0: Like that's kind of. I nice. had the pot. I I don't think I actually found this guy. I might have gotten to Motavia and like, I was playing last night, dude. I was so fucking tired. I was like, you're never gonna believe this. I was like, fucking bailing hay or some shit. I don't even know. I was doing farm work yesterday, so I'm tired. Mm, That sounds tiring. So I might have gotten to (laughs) Motavia and like, I probably walked up to this dude and right before I hit the button to talk to him or like walk into him, I just fucking fell asleep. Mm. So who knows? Yeah, so... Well, this, yeah, he's, he's just in the town. It's like one of the first huts you bump
1: into, and he, this whole fucking exchange happens. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, of course, if he if he'd just told me that he didn't have to fucking barter with me, if he just told me that he's going to give me a Pikachu uh, for <laughs> for this fucking pot that I have, I, it would have been a done deal. You didn't need to fucking... Done uh, it anyways, right. Uh, uh, ...dance around it at all. So, yeah, it's super cute-looking look, little rabbit dog thing, and it's also your first party member. And they give you a cool cutscene, huh. too. Um, and it, it tells you that uh, Mayu is the, name, is the name of the character slash the rabbit dog. <laughs> uh, and he says that he can fix Odin's turn to stone issue with the – it's got a potion oh. around his neck.
0: Um, but, oh, duh. I should have put that together because there's – they actually do tell you very specifically about that.
1: Yeah, they mentioned, yeah, they mentioned this thing that, that, that Odin
0: – because I guess the idea was that Odin and these two were together. And... Yeah, so that cave that you call the Paralit Cave is actually called the Medu- Medusa's Cave. Okay. And it says this guy found a talking be- or he found a talking beast in Medusa's Cave, sold it to a merchant from Pe- Paso Pasio. Right. Um. And and that it had uh, a bottle of medicine around its neck, and the medicine around its neck is where I should have gotten the hint that this was for the. Uh, basically, he had a soft potion around his neck, and that was for fucking Odin. Precisely. I Putting that together. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and like,
1: and one of I for some reason thought to go back to the dude in the store before I bailed out of this fucking place, and he did like he like immediately he walked right back in after you, after this transaction happens, and the dude uh, tells you that he sold the pot for a great deal of money. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. So he just like tells you that he fucking he made out like a bandit on this deal. Right. Uh, what a prick! Um, so yeah, the Mayu sprite. so you start walking around, and now you got a second sprite. With uh, Elise has a second sprite with her as you walk around. Uh, and the it's the sprite for Mayu is of course adorbs. Sure. Uh, and I was thrilled to have the party edition. So you have a second person. Does it's it like, follow behind you, yep. uh, a la Dragon Warrior Two? Precisely. Yep, got it. Uh, and that was something that later on. You know, uh, uh, the it was weird to me that the because they all they follow you in a line. Uh, even when you had the third and Odin and eventually Noah, they follow you in a straight little line and match your steps like most games, like this would, would as Dragon Warrior 2 does. And, but the, you can't change the order manually, at least not that I, I would be, that would piss me off and surprise me uh, if you could, because I felt like Noah would get fucked a lot in the end, and I would like to have moved him somewhere who he wasn't getting fucked all the time. But, okay. uh, the you, you couldn't fuck it like the when you went into battle the order that they were in in the battle screen was not the order that they were in on the overworld map and I always I just, to, to me that always bothered me. <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because uh, yeah, Mayu would always be second on the battle screen, and then by the time you get the other four, three, two people, Mayu would be moved to the back uh, okay. on the actual overworld sprite lineup, which was always weird to me. Hmm. Anyhow, so you go out uh, outside of fucking what is it? What's the name of this town? Uh, um, P- Paseo, yeah. You walk outside of Paseo uh, on Motavia there, and there's all these antlion deals. Like these, they're everywhere. They're fucking like they're. It's a pit with an ant, an actual. You know, just like the. I, I believe they're real world things. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they're like they're, these things that dig holes, and then the shit. The idea they're called Ant Lions because the ant, because ants can. The reason I actually, I, I, they reminded me of the game Simant. Did you ever play the game Simant on Just PC? A little bit. I really wanted to like that game, but I was too young for it. It's, yeah, it's super fun actually. I played the shit out of it. I think I, 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 I believe AGB bought it and I, I made a copy of it. Uh, and then it would, it would surprisingly work on the, that shitty IBM PS1 I had or PS2, whatever that was. Piracy yeah, uh, yeah. all the way back then, huh? Yeah, no, 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 it, yeah. Matt Maxus too. You would think Maxis would have been all over some sort of solution for that, but I, they later did get on that, I, I believe, right? Yeah, it might have been because I was stealing cement.
0: Yeah, you you ruined it for everyone.
1: Right. Anyhow, so these fucking things are everywhere, and they're like they act as barriers. You can't walk over them. They kill ah. you uh, if you uh,
0: until later on you get a
1: solution for that. So you can only go certain places here uh, initially, uh, and if you walk into want to go into the battle, I thought this was a very lazy thing. The the battle sprite is just. The, the same as the tarantula, it's just brown. And I thought, okay. like, yes, they do some of that, like, just kind of uh, palette swapping shit on enemies uh, throughout this game uh, that are kind of in the same family. There's a lot of that. But I thought antlion and tarantula were significantly different, and it was not justified.
0: <laughs> right. If it was, like, spider, tarantula, right. and black widow, okay, I can see right. reusing not, them and just coloring them. But, yeah.
1: Not antlion to tarantula. Or tarantula antlion. Uh, and I couldn't keep Mayu alive here for shit, so I just went back to Palma uh, for Odin with the, <laughs> the potion and to do some grinding. Um, so that took me back to Palma, which is that, and that's cool. This is an example of, you know, it's not just this linear thing. You are going to bounce between these worlds uh, a lot to to solve problems and take items from one to the other, and da. And that's you know, that's cool that it used that the full game world. That much, you know, uh, across these different planets. I thought that was a, also a good design thing, right. um, that was commendable. And the a noticeable thing once you once I got a second party member, the enemy encounters scale up, or seem to scale up with having a new party member. So whereas I was bumping into a lot of of just the one whatever the green flying bugs were on Palma swarm, I believe. Yeah, uh, the once I got Mayu, it was two, three, four of them. Or It was like one and two without, and then like three and four with Mayu, you know? And I thought that was interesting that that changed just by, you know, how, how is that going to go for this whole game? Was it like a concern of mine?
0: <laughs> like, right, like I'm is I'm this going to
1: any- keep happening? Right, I'm going to add two more fucking people, and this just going to be crushing me later on. Um, so that was, I, you know, noticed that and thought it was. Um, significant. Uh, so yeah, I leveled her up a few times, he, she, whatever Mayu is uh, and then I headed back to the Medusa Cave to, yes try the potion on Odin, hoping I, hoping I didn't need some dumb shit to get the bottle open because they tell you like you can't get the bottle open you know, or it couldn't get the bottle open or some shit like that. So right, and you're like, oh, I got to find the bottle opener. Right. And that's you know, like, I'm going to kill somebody. Yep. And I, no one, I didn't remember seeing that in any dialogue, but luckily went back and it, yeah, I, I found Odin. And all you have to do is just use the fucking thing and uh, the appropriate place and time. Right. Yep. And he de and he tells you that he stashed a compass somewhere in this dungeon. And that's said, why I couldn't find that goddamn compass. Well, this is, this is another instance of something that's a serious fucking problem for me, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, he tells you that he stashed his compass somewhere in this dungeon. And uh, he also tells you that Medusa has a badass axe that he wants to score. So these are these two things that we need to get that are important to,
0: to Odin. and <laughs> uh, a- 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 Odin. And by the way, buddy, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I think he might have said thanks. I can't remember. But, Goddamn better have.
1: Yeah. Uh, See, so you need that compass to get through the thick woods. And it's near the cave uh, to get into that other little town you already you've been told that uh, at some point so the compass is is known as a significant thing for you uh so you're like okay I gotta go find the compass so and i told you i had been here before so i went through this whole cave over and over you know front to back it's not huge by any length and uh because I didn't have Mayo yet I couldn't turn him stone so I was like I just assume that's what had to happen in this cave and there was nothing else right so he tells me the compass is in here I'm like fuck you bro like I've been through this whole fucking thing front to back <laughs> you're, full, you're full of shit dude there's no fucking compass here you're wrong uh, so the way this this cave is set up it's like you know, there's kind of yeah, there's like a body to it uh, like the like it's the whole if, if you say the whole thing's on this square the bottom half of the square is like a very, a lot of little tiny turns and shit. And the the entire top half of the cave is just this one that wraps around the very periphery of this said square, uh, goes all the way up the left side and then hangs a right and goes for a while across the top uh, edge. And at the end of that long going to nowhere hallway was nothing before. I went down there. I went all the way to the wall. There was nothing there. And then you save Odin, and he tells you that the fucking compass is there. So I'm like, okay, I'll go back and check, you prick. And all the way at the end of that same long tunnel was a chest. Now, and there's yep. a fuck, and there's a fucking compass in there. And it's like, fuck you. There's no way you miss a chest uh, at the end of this long hallway the first time. Like, there's a lot of that in this game where you talk to a significant character or something, and then something that somewhere. Just changes, right. even though you may have already been there
0: and fully explored it. And that's yeah, like the a fucking ton. The the solution to that would be like, oh, I found a treasure chest, but the, like I don't have the right key. Right. You know. Okay. Now I can like mark that down on my map. Like I'll come back to that. But yep. yeah, to just like
2: For magic not to even it. be yeah, there. Fuck,
0: yeah. That's fucking sucked, man. Because yeah. I when I was looking at the map, you know, no. like you, uh, I ended up googling, I I I, I FAQed. It might have just been, like, the first thing to do. Like, what should I do first? You know, just to get the ball rolling. After that, it typically, you know, it'll guide you to the next thing. To ping-pong you into things, yeah. Exactly. And it was like, find the compass. So I was trying to avoid the spoilers and everything. And I'm just, like, skimming through this thing. And I just saw, like, yeah, find the compass. I was like, cool. Compass, Medusa's cave. I fucking pulled up the map on my phone. I went to where the compass was. Nothing suck city (laughs) and it's just like god damn it and like I said I was trying to do it like the right-ish way and talk to everybody and you know try to avoid spoilers and whatnot and then I was just fucked and I think I was I think I kind of lost it after that but yeah that kind of sucks that they do that because there are ways around that and they're not even difficult ways to program necessarily
1: right for sure Uh, yeah uh, it's funny enough despite that this is when
0: I jotted down in my notes that I'm all in on this game. Like, I'm having yeah. fun. <laughs> I, I, could see I could totally see that. And honestly, like, I felt the same way when I was going to get it and doing this shit, but I just, I didn't have it in me.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So the next thing you go through, so yeah, like I said, the compass gets you to the woods, and that the, the the town in the woods is called Epi. So um, I expected more hubbub, though. Like, now that you have the compass, like that, you know, I don't know if so there will be some sort of fucking uh first person thing going through the maze in the woods and you would use the compass or some shit like that because mm-hmm. it, would, it would before if you try to go to it before it would just like tell you no you can't do this right uh, so i assumed that there would be some sort of something that would happen when you went back with the compass but no it just now lets you walk through those sprites on the map to the town which was kind of unclimactic inclimactic unclimactic, uh, anti yeah. anti-climactic correct yeah. And, for the wind. right? And the armory right here has some new shit. You get your first uh, projectile weapon, the needle gun, for Odin, at the low, low price of four hundred Mercedes. Uh, and the cool thing about these is they affect all the enemies. Um, oh, okay. So you you hit each one if you have a multi-party enemy group, you hit all or multi uh, multiple enemy party you can you hit all of the, the the enemies in the group with when you attack with that with one of these projectile weapons which is of course cool uh, it is like a very with all the uh, melee weapons uh, you, how much damage you do varies and is you know not random but seemingly based on some sort of random role within the game's fucking algorithms and with the projectile weapons that I think only Odin can use all three of them in the game i think there's three of them okay they do a like the needle gun does five the heat gun does 10 and then whatever the fuck the last gun is does 20 like every single Oh, time.
0: always okay yeah
1: which is i don't know again kind of like just a cheap thing um <laughs> you know what my google you know what my google fucking home just said in response to what i just said about uh it being kind of cheap is well, she doesn't know. understand either <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey, that
0: makes two of us, buddy.
1: Yeah, that makes two of us, Google. Um, so yeah, so that I don't know, it's it was I was happy to have it because the idea of hitting all the enemies at once was cool. Now, but later on, you would I would often be torn, like, do I want to keep? Because like usually it was like a below, you know. I mean, there should be some give, I guess, and the total damage done if you're going to be able to hit all of them, of course. But sure. oftentimes the gun would be further behind where you're at in the game and doing five damage. Uh, to enemies that you would still have this gun at or for later in the game uh, would be it's almost like a waste of time and you would be kind of torn like um, fuck it I'll just throw the gun away and get whatever you know uh, maybe a shittier melee weapon uh, than I would rather have now just because it does
0: a more predictable larger amount of damage you know right and while we're on the subject uh, the combat in this game I thought the combat was pretty good yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. There, yeah, were, yeah, yeah.
0: there were certainly things that they could have gotten wrong, and I was happy to see that they didn't. Like, if you're fighting... Like, when I was fighting a group of two enemies, I would notice that when a round started and one attacked me, if I then attacked the other one, if I got in between and attacked one, sometimes I would kill the one that hadn't yet attacked. Yeah. And that's like... I, there's a game that I've played, or maybe even multiple games... But I, I think Final Fantasy actually might be kind of good for this, in a way. It's like, it always seemed like they always got the maximum number of attacks in. Whereas this, you could actually cut off, like, you like couldn't randomize. Yeah, you couldn't pick which one you attacked, necessarily. But, like, if you did attack one that had not... They kept track of who had attacked yet and who had not. Right. And uh, yeah. that was no, appreciated, I, I honestly I, thought it wasn't going to do that. Yeah,
1: I... I, I... That I noticed that as well at times, um, and yeah, to the point where you would be frustrated when it didn't happen. So it, yeah, <laughs> right. So it definitely mattered. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah it was good. The, the maybe maybe I'm misremembering, but you couldn't see the HP, the remaining HP for all the enemies in Final Fantasy and and Dragon oh. Warrior, could you? No, no, no. Yeah, that, yeah. I thought that was that kind of sucked because it was always the same amount and it always showed you in this game uh, to the to significantly and this was significant because the final boss they do not and I thought I was like that's cool thank fucking god the final boss you can't see that uh, yeah. but yeah it was it was a, a defined amount for every enemy in the game um, at all times and it kind of you know yeah it just
0: which is nice in a way because it's, it's nice little... but it's not it kind of does take playing. things
1: out of it a little bit yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not good role playing I don't think even if it is functionally nice to know <laughs> right um, cause yeah, the, the whole, like, like, you know, boss fights and stuff, dude, that's like, that's part of the thing. Like, am I going to make it? <laughs> and, and, you, and, you and you really are just pushing.
0: You don't know where the end is.
1: Yeah. 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 And you, you, and you, you act accordingly too. Like, you know, I would, I would change my battle tactics knowing that I was getting in bigger fights, knowing that I was getting closer to the end. I would stop using spells I might otherwise be using. And yeah, that, it, to me, again, it kind of cheapens a little bit of the role playing of it. Mm
0: that's fair yep uh
1: so still yeah here in epi uh other than the armory giving you the your first gun the other significant thing in here there's an old dude in the central hut that says he hit a dungeon key in a warehouse in kamenit so i
0: fucked off to there uh looking oh, for the so key. now it's probably there when you fucking now you got to search the whole fucking thing again yep Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I wandered around Caminit for a while
1: and cussed about there being zero warehouses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for thinking maybe that first baby dungeon was worth a look, where you get the fifty gold, right? That's uh, what I just thought. Yep. Okay. So, just like the compass chest that magically appeared at <sighs> the thawing own out, talking to that old man made one appear in an empty place I'd already been in in that initial dungeon. And that does suck, actually. It fucking sucks, man. And you know, and like the one thing i'll say like you they pack two of them together here relatively close to the beginning it does teach you that that is part of the language in this game that you need to be aware of and you might as well just embrace it and start expecting to rescour already explored places when key meetings happen because that's very possible you know um which Kind of suck. I mean, I don't know. You can maybe find some role-playing justification to it to some degree. These dungeons, you know, like you've been told something, and then you know, once you know something is somewhere, maybe you pay a little more attention. You can maybe get right. there. But you know, within within the confines of traditional eight-bit RPG gaming,
0: uh, it is a new and and obtuse thing that is very frustrating for sure. Yeah, and it's not at all necessary. Like there, there are ways to do. What, like, I guess I understand what the designers might have been going for, is saying, like, you know, there are areas you're going to have to revisit. You know, just you're going to have to revisit these areas for whatever fucking reason. I get it, but, like I said, the easiest solution in the world. You found a chest, or you found a door, or whatever, and you just can't open it yet. That way, you can mark it on your fucking map, because you know they want you to make the maps for this. You know they designed this game thinking, you better make right. the fucking map. So just go one step further there's also a chest you can't get into just yet at this point in the map yep makes it Uh, so fucking easy
1: yeah which is funny the fucking you know the dungeon key same dungeon key for the whole game dude every lock on this and on all three planets is the same key which is the worst security
0: measure in the history of security is (laughs) these guys the their, their systems are a wreck <laughs> yes. Treasure chest to carry your money around. One key for every door in the fucking galaxy. Yeah, it, right? <laughs> yeah. fucking you guys need. You guys need a city planner and a half. You just <laughs> just hang out on Earth for a few years and figure out how we do it here because right. we got this shit down to a science. So yeah, it's not like we're good at everything, uh,
1: but fuck yeah, we at least figured that out. We're better at that, yeah. Yeah, and this is you know this the theoretically this is uh, assuming you're on the same time fucking universe timeline deal this is like late 20th uh, late 24th century uh so you know the fact that
0: they haven't got around to that on these planets <laughs> you, you have intergalactic travel yeah exactly you should and be like, you don't like, have locksmiths yeah like guys come <laughs> on hear this out
1: by now uh, so yeah so the fucking well at one I, I noticed here the sound effect when you get key,
0: uh, key items in chess is very gratifying <laughs> I, I never heard this because I, I never got a key item. That's unfortunate. That is why it's a very, it's a, it's a
1: very like quintessential video game, uh, accomplishment found,
0: <laughs> I'm actually, I think while we're playing, I'm going to try and, uh, or while we're talking, I'm going to try and fire mine up here. It's risky <laughs> business. Uh, so yeah, so fucking, uh, basically it's back to, uh, to,
1: to those places, uh, where I found all the locked doors was the next steps for me. Um, And I went back to the North Cave, the one that was up past the in-game temple uh, in Palma. And the dungeon key worked on the door, which made me very happy. Uh, there's four levels in this fucker, uh, at the bottom of which you find a shopkeeper that apologizes for establishing his place of business business in the medieval fantasy equivalent of Compton, basically. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then sells you a shortcake, it's called, for an obscene price of 1000 Mercedes. Uh, so I called this cave the shortcake cave on my graph paper. Okay. Uh, whatever the fuck it might actually be called. Um. So yeah, yeah, fucking the uh I dicked around in some other cave south of Scion and it was rough going and I kind of just gave up and said fuck it and headed back to Motavia here uh with my shortcake. And I went to the governor's, which is like a little hut in the middle of Paseo there, uh the first town on Motavia. And there is a robot in the tunnel going to that you have to give the shortcake to. <laughs> a robot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's like the governor's fucking bodyguard or something. Um, and yeah, you got to give him a cake, whatever. <laughs> was a the cake. cake for the governor? Uh, I not I can't remember actually. It's not that's really well.
0: If it was for the robot, that's weird for the reasons that you think it's weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh it was not significant enough for me to write it down. But either way, uh give the shortcake to the robot and then uh you get to the governor and he tells you about Noah, your uh soon to be fourth party fourth. member. Yeah. And uh then uh a super weird event after that, he he tells you that, and then he turns into a head that initiates battle with you, like two hundred and fifty five HP, and okay. uh he had it's annihilated my party in a few turns. <laughs> my really? Entire, my entire party just gets annihilated, got annihilated. And then you get a message saying that you had a bad dream and you're outside the mansion. Whoa. Yeah. So really? do not that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you're not actually dead. Uh, just this weird supernatural moment happens to you. Uh, and then uh, yeah, I just, you know, foreshadowing perhaps is what I jotted down <laughs> that the governor has some sort of. Uh, Ulterior motive, or heightened significance,
0: or something's going on with them, you know. Right. Uh, I and I came across a spoiler that that is in fact the case, right?
1: Right. Well, we mentioned, yeah, in the in the Donald Trump analysis, that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> 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 Uh yeah so you you I I, I randomly so uh, a really cool game mechanic that I bumped into shortly thereafter uh, I think I just doing a little bit of grinding after this uh, I bumped into the a party of six of these orko they do you remember orko from he man dude no I don't it was the little red hat he had the kind of like a a bandana a blue bandana or a purple bandana wrapped around his mouth, and all you could see was little little eyes poking out from under. He was like super, super short, sh- super short, and he casted spells. Now, this character, Orco, if you Google him, I guarantee you'll remember and it'll give you fond memories, but I bump into these six things. They look like Orko. They're called East Farmers. Uh, there's actually a bunch of farmers, and they just had different cloaks. East, they were like, it, it seemed like East, West, South, because they had E-W-S-N uh, before their, before the, before the farmers. Uh, right. Name, so I assume that's what, what those stood for. And he, I just, for some reason, randomly tried the chat feature, the talk to them option. Yeah. And they told me that chests and dungeons are often trapped. And then we cordially went our separate ways. Oh. Which I thought was an incredibly cool thing uh, that there is a mechanic in this game where not everything is hostile if you don't aggro first, you know, right. A- and, uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool that, that, that was a thing. And and, and honestly, I I didn't, ex- you know, cause again, it kind of got to the point where, uh, I, you know, I didn't, I, I guess maybe I should have tried it more. Cause this, this doesn't justify not doing so. Like the, the, I, I never got into a situation with the grinding and stuff where like battling was a, an important thing to me. I was always like well enough ahead of the curve, Difficulty-wise, as far as the enemies go, where I wasn't terrified of things and really worried about having to not engage them uh, hostily, so I didn't use as much as I could. But there, you know, there's that there's a bunch of spells and shit even that enhance your ability to do this. Okay. You learn. Oh, is that
0: what chat does? Yeah, chat. And I, like, I never tried it, actually.
1: Yeah, there's. They, I think, uh, I want to say Noah maybe has one, too. Myo might also. Uh, that, yeah, spell that allows you an enhanced ability to talk to m- more things than you normally are able to, uh, to have a non-hostile exchange and then you don't have to do battle, you know? Um, right. And that's, and that's just, you know, really fucking cool and good role-playing that, that that's an option. And, and, and you know, that's like... It's not just random either. Like these farmers are humanoid looking figures, you know. You can't talk to the tarantulas. <laughs> you sure. can only you know, at least not without spellcasting of some kind. So, you know, so like it's it's
0: it's uh logically implemented too. It's not just random fucking bullshit. Right. Like, oh I can talk to the fucking dragonfly that I've got to fight or some stupid shit. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think I think I saw online that like you it, like it, it or maybe even somebody told me it's funny how you look up fucking hints online and these games actually have all the hints in the game. If you just fucking talk to people, yep. but somebody we'll talk to the... them and process what they're telling you, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like take the fucking time and listen, uh, you'll be surprised what you learn. But, um, yeah, like somehow it occurred to me that you could talk to enemies in a battle, but like you, I was always so far leveled up. Like I, I might be, I'm just getting that animal right now. Cause I'm playing, I just traded the pot for him. And I'm at level like 13. Right. Like So anything that's- that I encounter, we don't need to talk. I can kill you. Yeah, exactly. And that's
1: exactly why I never got around to a lot of these. Right. Use them as much as I probably could have and should have. So from there I went. There's a, there's a long trek to the mountains north of town filled with a bunch of fucking annoying leeches getting to this cave. Uh, and it's I called it the Noah Cave. It's where Noah is. <laughs> 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 and uh, there's uh, the first observation was there's an inordinate number of owl bears in this fucking place. And also, owl bears in this game are different than owl bears in D and D and every other instance of owl, owl bears I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, right. And Clint, I'm glad you brought this up, because what the fuck? Yeah, they're like these flying... they're actually... Uh, you can see they have them on the... Uh, or this family of enemies, anyways. I don't know if it's specifically the owlbear, because there are multiple uh, installments of this sprite. Uh, but it's basically just the eyeball with a set of wings, which is a cool-looking enemy, but owlbears
0: usually are more like uh, a bear <laughs> and put together with an owl.
2: Right,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. exactly, yeah.
0: They call me crazy, but like all <laughs> the hints are there for you to know what that is. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was fucking intriguing, but there are a ton of
1: those things in here, um, and they're actually, uh, they're still semi-difficult at this point, point. Like 18 HP, um, and uh, big packs of them are a little bit of a problem at this stage still. But um, Noah, uh, as I said, he's here, and he is in a room in the center of level two. Uh, all you got to do is use the governor's letter, and he just jumps on board the squad, so the governor must be you a know, pretty important dude to him, and... He tells you that we can head to some forest via a manhole in the spaceport. Uh, It sounded very much to me like exactly one of these fucking things that we talked about before. (laughs) That Uh, one's actually not, is it? uh, Well, it's there. You can't go down it.
0: Yeah, I saw that and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a thing later, which is how they should have done this. Right, right. Exactly. All those instances.
1: Although one could say, I mean, what the fuck unlocks it between talking to him, you know, or whatever it was. I don't know. Like, the idea that you couldn't go down it if you tried to is too prohibitive, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if, it, I... If, it, if, it, if it somehow opens up after you talk to him, you know. Unless he has some tool or some sort of knowledge of how to remove these
0: manholes, Uh You know, which is possible, I suppose. But they could have written that in, too, and it would not have been all that difficult. Right, right, right. Uh,
1: See, I also, going through here, I did use, uh, even though we touched on fucking the fact that I didn't use them as much as I could have. I did use a little bit of that chat shit on the farmer, because you bump into a lot of farmers in here, too. uh, And I believe north and east farmers. um, And the chat thing works every single time. Which maybe is really? also kind of stupid, uh, or not also, but is kind of stupid that it works every time. There should be some sort of save roll or something for it, you know? Uh, yeah, because not every whatever um, is 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 not going to be hostile, especially in like these dungeons that are hostile areas uh, or inherently hostile areas. Right. Uh, they they tell you that there's a couple little text blurbs I got from because they do change. It's not the same thing every time, which is a, is a nice touch. Uh, they tell you, I want to eat a nut of laerma, Larma, L-A-E-R-M-A, which is a significant item for later on the, later on in the narrative. So mm. they tell you that they're a good thing. They want to eat and kind of bring it up. Um, so they put one could argue or suggest that, that they're giving you little narrative nuggets that will be helpful later on. And this is not just bullshit filler speech, you know, which is right. also good um and there there's also one of the things they say <laughs> is like a like a question like you speak our language like they're surprised <laughs> you know okay. uh yeah so it's like um it's a i think a really good uh again just role playing i guess that like it that, that's how one would respond if you're going in here and like you're tentatively approaching this fucking thing you've never seen before uh and it just it then talks to you and a, in a a tongue you understand, like that would be, you know, thinking about, fuck? yeah, early settlers somewhere, uh, even in you know, real America. world, yeah, re- America, real world situations, and they didn't. Native Americans and fucking easterners did not, but right. uh, until obviously they probably gleaned a little bit of the language, fucking having being forced to, but yeah, they figured I it out pretty quick, but still, right, um, yeah, it would be fun. It's a really interesting thing, I think, just that you could bump into some foreign humanoid race in a place like this, full of shit, trying to kill you, and then like have that little moment of
0: realization, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, You're sci-fi, like... sci-fi elements, um, they, like, that. that's a thing that people, like, in Star Trek, I think the, the story for everyone speaking English or, you know, Galactic Common or whatever the fuck it's called is just, like, there's translator fucking chips in everybody's head so we can all talk. That's the end of the story. But, like, if you don't do something like that, you know, the people, the nerds of your story are going to ask questions like well technically these people <laughs> wouldn't all speak the same language so it's just the easiest thing to like oh you speak my language like we we nodded to it okay it's done yeah you know yeah. so I, that is actually that's one of those things that i kind of appreciate actually for sure for sure i didn't even encounter it unfortunately uh, so coming out of here, you of course logically
1: are going to head to the manhole at the spaceport in Palma. So fly back there and uh, engage in a little capitalism before heading in. Maxing out the weapons and armor for everyone uh, with all that dough that I got out of Noah's cave. Um, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> this is like a little nuanced thing. The, all the secondhand storekeepers, when you sell something to the to uh, to them, they give you a little hmm, this exact line, hmm, let's see, uh, when they're thinking about how much they'll give you when you're selling the item to them, and then, mm-hmm. then every single time they give you exactly half of the purchase price. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't
0: <laughs> already know that. Yeah, motherfucker, you know your goddamn economics. Don't fuck it. Right. <laughs> and This is not yeah. the first fucking RPG I've played. I know you're going to give me half. So let's get on <laughs> yeah, don't dick around here. Let's get a move on. I got to deal with it getting this money out of the chest. Is
1: enough of a pain in the ass. Don't take it right. A- if you give you me this fucking awesome. money in a treasure chest, so help you God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of moving things along, as much as a pain in the ass of the treasure chest things are, you can skip to the travel animations. Like the conveyor belts going to the spaceport, the space travel. You can you can click through that shit uh, if you want to, which is nice because and all, even kind of surprising I guess because you you couldn't you know there is all those obtuse fucking slow down gameplay things that we already discussed with the treasure chests and what have you
0: right. uh, frustrating so I wish they would have gotten I wish they would have thought of that for all of it I guess is what God saying. how do they miss that I, I I'm playing right now as we're as we're talking and it's just like I was opening chests as we were talking like
1: that's all you do <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so the manhole is basically just a straight shot passageway to another town that's across the river there.
0: Oh, that's the Gothic town, I believe. Yep, yeah, it takes you into Gothic Village. Yeah, because there's the a hint. Point. Somebody tells you there's an underground pass. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 it all comes together. Uh,
1: yeah, and going through the passageway, it's, it's basically just a straight shot. There is one little room offshoot uh, with this prick in it that tells you to leave him alone, uh, and that's it. That's all he says, which is fucking odd. Um, to live down here in the dungeon, actually have a visitor, and then well, I, maybe not. Maybe he's. A that's why he
0: lives in a dungeon. dungeon. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, where's the last place people will come looking for me? A dungeon, and then your dumbass stumbles in. I guess it's supposed to be maybe a sewer. They just don't have separate fucking sprites for the walls of a fucking dungeon versus a sewer because you go down the man. even. You know? Even be- even more the points made even more firm. Then I mean, he lives in a sewer. Why are you down there? Right. Exactly. Like, I don't want you here. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, I guess it's significant
1: that this is the only way it, it wouldn't probably have a lot of foot traffic because there's a uh, a lockdown on uh, water travel. And that's why you have to take this route over there and don't just take a ship or something because uh, there is no uh, sea travel allowed right now in the martial law situation that the uh, everyone is living under. Okay. Uh, yeah. Finding, finding narrative justifications as we go. A beautiful thing. Uh, the music in Gothic Village is fucking awesome. Uh, this town is all panhandling and hostile bums. Uh <laughs> a lot of them ask for cola, uh which you know, um, I don't know fucking <laughs> like, uh, what I so I don't the cola must have more I guess it does heal you, so maybe it's not just pop <laughs> right, but, uh, I find it interesting that they're all fucking begging you for some cola, uh, and that yeah that it
0: is something you use as medicine in the game, um, yeah, I was gonna say you gotta you gotta treat that like you like, in your head, you have to treat that like these people are sick or injured and they need help. Yeah. Right. Right. I doubt right. they're actually asking for, like, let me get a Pepsi. <laughs> <What the> fuck
1: <laughs> you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're peddling, that they have the magic lamp in here in the second hand shop for 1,400 bones. Uh, that's nice to get rid of the, the torch equivalent. Although, once you get that fucker, because you, you do find, as I guess, you know, maybe this was a, they thought of it as a design bonus or a, like, let's throw the player a bone, but you you pick up a lot of the flash, that's what it's called, the torch is called a flash, the mm. the expendable uh, cave illumination item uh, is called a flash, and you get a lot of them in battle, but once you get this fucking thing, you no longer use those, and they're just annoying, They you can only sell them, I think they're 10 bucks when you sell them, so it's uh, worthless. Yeah, they're basically worthless, and you fucking get a ton of them, so really, to keep your fucking item inventory not maxed out, you need to sell them constantly, and it's just the, the Of course, the menu system is a pain in the ass uh, for selling shit in the store. So that's an annoying little thing that uh, begins here once you get that uh, useful item. But that
0: one, like, you can – that's just a torch. That's just a flash, but it's forever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you can go in a cave eight million times, and it still works. It's automatically on, right. At least they did that, but I would say, like, at that point, just why have the, the feature at all? Right. Like, just, like, I know it's a little weird, like, I know that there wouldn't be light necessarily in them, but, like, just for the sake of the game, can we just keep this moving?
1: Right. Which, you know, uh, every every one of these games, like you said, fucking, you know, to, to bitch about that is probably
0: way judgmental, though, because, you know, Dragon Warrior had them, Final Fantasy, he,
1: did Final Fantasy have?
0: They did no. not, no, it was no, just, like, yeah. that, that's my point, is, like, I like Dragon Warrior, but, like, man, fuck off with that Radiant spell eating up my MP. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, but I mean, it, it adds a different aspect to the game, so whatever. Yeah, it gives you an economy to the to your MP, and that's, you know, reasonable. Yeah, you, you're fucking, don't fuck around here, man. The fucking torch is burning. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you do absolutely have to make decisions. Sometimes you're like, do I want to go down that
1: hall and see if there's a treasure, if there's a treasure chest down there?
2: Mm-hmm. Don't have time.
1: Uh, don't have time. Got to go. Right. Yeah, uh, so fucking, uh, like I said, this is basically on the west side of that river outside of the spaceport enclosure, uh, and the enemies are way more bad about over here, so this is a big jump in, in you know, just the general difficulty um, entering this area
0: of the game. Well, even and... in the game in general, you find, like, I found, like, in all these RPGs, like, when you're in the grasslands, you find certain enemies, when you're in the forest, you might find some different ones, these ones are starkly different. yeah. Yeah, Like, either grasslands, and then right next to you, a forest, and then right next to that is grasslands, and in yep. each of those the, squares, you will even, find even, very different enemies.
1: Yeah, and the beaches, which are just those little thin strips on the water, have their own unique um, enemy sets, too, for sure. Like, actually, early on, those fishmen are motherfuckers to bump into. Yes, they are. <laughs> and, and I,
0: but, like, when you get some equipment, like, that's a really good spot to level up, so, yeah. and it's consistent, too. It's not just, like, split into, like, Dumbass. regions like Dragon Warrior is. Like, arbitrary, almost. Oh, it's I just thought, the bridges, but...
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, there's no dumb... Yeah, there is no dumbass enemies on the beach. So, if you want to grind and have a little bit of capability, grind on the right. beach early on is great, because you're only going to get those fishmen, you know?
0: Yep, or Basically, specifically in the forest. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. oh. So.
1: Uh, so, this is the once you go over here. This is the first time you're without because, because in the in Motavia, the governor it's a little bit of a pain he has to get to because you got to go through that the the little passageway where the robot the shortcake robot is to get to it. It's not just in the main town map, but uh, there is at least a healing hut there that you don't have to pay for. Uh, wow. You can rest in this in this woman's house. Uh, so, you have that in the Motavia Paseo town, and then you obviously have that in. Uh, and Eat over in, over in the enclosure in Palma. So you've always had an option for not having to pay to heal. So, this is the first time you were regularly using the hospital, which is the heal f- facility uh, in this game. And these fucking things are also, just again, a functionality pain in the ass. Because, really? yeah, you have to each party member is done separately. You have to select them and heal them separately. And you can't, you don't just go to the hospital and Fix Everyone's healed, right? Yeah. So you do each one individually, which of course four people is a pain in the ass. And then you also this is and this isn't necessarily a pain in the ass thing. It is just a kind of and it makes sense even again within the statistical economy of an RPG. It makes a lot of sense because otherwise you do what I've always done, which is just burn your MP up before you go to the end or before yeah. you heal someone. Uh, uh, like like in Dragon War, you can just go to that guy who return who who returns your MP, and you never have to even go to the end early on because he right. gives you fucking all your MP back, and you can just use your heal spell almost infinitely until you're full. So this this is not how it works. If you if you, you you when you pay at the hospital, you it it I believe it's one Meseta for each HP and one for each MP, both. So Ooh. however. Yeah, so it's, yeah, especially yeah, early on, it's it's costly. It is still, it's which, you know, again, kind of sucks because it just adds more of a pain in the ass to your, like, company-wide heal efforts. Uh, you can, if you, you know, it, it costs fewer MP to use those cure spells than the number of HP you get back. So it is still economical to use the spells before you pay to heal them. Uh, and get the HP up, and basically only pay mostly for MP recovery, magic point recovery. But that's still just extra menu but steps, still that are a huge pain in the ass, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's th- it just that that whole system is
0: also very trying uh, part of this game for sure. Yeah, that sucks. That uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's whatever. I mean, they all have kind of their own style typically. But, yeah, that's, like, kind of the most pain in the ass way... Way to do it. ...to do sure. it, yeah. Yep.
1: So the big thing once you get here is the jailhouse to the south, and that is the next step uh, in, in the narrative. And uh, I guess I kind of knew it was a jailhouse. Like, the the sprite for an overall map, like, maybe, okay, that's a jailhouse. So you go in there, and it, it of course, like we said, they don't have the dungeons. and Whatever you go into, it all looks the same. And You don't get, like, a special-looking... Um, hallway aesthetic because it's a, a jailhouse and not a dungeon you know what i mean right so you go in here and, and like i didn't i don't know like even though like i said the sprite kind of looks like it on the overworld like i wasn't sure what was going on in here initially uh because you're, you're going around there's just these rooms and they have the, the, a lot of the, the the cola tweaker bums are in here in, <laughs> in, in in these little rooms and there's some of them are giving you semi-useful shit but most of them aren't uh and you're just going around and and uh bumping into these guys uh, eventually you bump into one uh, well there's there's a bunch of the tweakers there's one room with a talking tarantula that tells you what the hardest substance in the game is uh for armor which is the laconian shit so okay let me use knowledge but then the only other significant thing in here is this character lovino lovino Lu- lovino l-u-v-e-n-o uh yeah and he has an air about him That uh, he's more significant than the other Cola tweakers because he doesn't look the same. But other than that, he just gives you some bullshit. And you walk back out of the room. And if you're not thinking, you think you're done in here. And I did think I was done in here. And I walked away from his room a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll talk to that motherfucker a second time. And sure enough, uh, you go back and he says different shit. And yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, So thankfully, I thought of it. And didn't wander around pissed off, but
0: that's still ugh, a little bit of trying. Yeah, because, like, you start to think, like, okay, there's lots of people I only talk to one time. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God.
1: Yeah, real motherfucker. Especially, you know, with one thing now to be able to solve the problem on the Internet in, in moments back
0: then, though. Like, you motherfucker. Could... <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to talk to this guy for ten minutes, see if he ever says anything different. Yeah. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> yep.
1: So when you go back to him, he rambles... Uh, some shit about no way he's building me a spaceship Uh, and then uh, then says he'll help me do uh, uh, he'll help me if I do as he says Uh, so yeah sure deal tweaker Uh, so Uh, he says he's going he says he's going to Gothic Village to prepare to build a spaceship don't waste worry on him So he doesn't even give you, like, your proposition yet. Uh, He just tells you he's going back to Gothic Village. So I guess you let him out, which I didn't even think until right now is weird that you just let him out of the cell. You didn't let anyone else out of their cells. Uh, But, yeah, you let his ass out. And uh, I don't know. It just sounds like you're going back to Gothic Village to build a spaceship is exactly something
0: a tweaker would say. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, Yeah. I bet you are, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even fucking ask you for a spaceship. (laughs) Exactly. You're just throwing it out
1: there. Uh, yeah, whatever. So you follow him back, you go back to Gothic Village. He's there now. And, uh, he gives you his proposition. And what he wants you to do is to go fetch, he wants you to go fetch his little blonde haired muse boy down in the sewer, actually. Uh, so you find out that was the significance of the little dickhead in the, in the sewer. So you go down there and you tell him fucking, you know, get your ass out here. Yeah, your 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 fucking your master wants you up there to build a spaceship, I guess, and uh, he, he comes with you. Then uh, you get back. Lavina tells you his entire staff is assembled, just him and Muse Boy, uh, <laughs> so they can begin on their spaceship nonsense. Uh, and then he tells you there is, however, the matter of a slight fee of, t- of twelve hundred bucks. So again, he's just with oh. this <laughs> like incrementally dropping new shit on you that he did not lay out at the outset of this exchange, right? Uh,
0: which is a funny way to do business. But and you could probably calculate exactly how much money that is based off of your uh, I analysis. I was,
1: yeah, dude, I, when I was thinking about what to do, trying to throw together an econ anal- analysis, I thought of a lot about Lovino here. I thought about trying to uh, value the salary of an astrophysicist. Uh you, you know what I mean within the confines of the economy of this game. Right. Uh, yeah, Lavino was until I thought of that trump thing and I was like, "Oh, that's gold." Uh as much as you're going to get gold out of, out of one of these economic analyses anyways. Uh right. <laughs> I thought a lot about how what I could do with this Lavino fucker for sure. Um Yeah, so uh I was I assumed like, you know, what I, what I, my my mind went to Dragon Warrior 2 the what is that? The the the, the the it's the the dress or whatever you have made for the uh
0: for the sister character, oh the princess of Moonbrook.
1: Right, what is it do something a do do cape or Yeah, it's like the water do some shit like that robes. Yeah, and it can it like basically like the the <laughs> steps for it to get finished like you take the guy his materials and then you it's kind of, un- like, I remember when I was trying to beat it before I left New York, which I need to get back to, I still haven't done, although I'm probably not going to do any 8-bit RPGs for a while. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. it's a good uh, idea. I love them, but I don't it's a good idea. Yeah, I, need to, I need a break. Um, when I was trying to do it on there, especially in that situation, because you don't, what you actually have to do in Dragon Warrior 2 is you just have to save uh, and then come back. Well, you don't do that when you're save-stating on emulation, so I right. never... And the guy, it just, like, forever, the guy took, and I was like, what the fuck? So I had to figure (laughs) out a fucking soft reset and come back and fucking load my game within the
0: confines of emulation to even make it happen.
1: Did Um, that
0: work? It did work, actually. I got it to work, yeah. Okay, nice. I was playing Dragon Warrior 2 once, and I had no way, there was actually no option to soft reset, so I just never got the princess's best armor. Yeah, sucks shit. Yeah, that was it. I was super, yeah,
1: definitely, I was I was in a hardcore no-googling thing on that uh, because I had played the game so far into it um, as a child, even though I didn't beat it. And right. I was super pissed that I had to fucking Google that. <laughs> it is the uh, flying water cloth. Correct,
0: yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Anyhow, that's what I thought was going on here. I was like, okay. I-, I saw this as like, what do I have to do in this game to catalyze the completion of the spaceship because he doesn't give he doesn't give you a finite window he's just like come back later it'll be done you know so i was right. like what the fuck do i gotta do um yeah, and, gotta give
0: me something here dude yeah and
1: i was just terrified that i wouldn't be able to figure that out uh so i i, I needed to grind anyway so i went out and grinded for a while and even before I started trying to solve, like, what's the next narrative thing I could do to make him do that, uh, after grinding for a while, I went back and it was just done. And I was fucking completely blown there away. Shocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: nice and fucking easy.
1: Right. Yeah. I show back up and he's just like, success. I present a superb spaceship, the Lavino. Yeah, he names it the Lavino, uh, which is a dildoy thing to do. But yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, so he finishes the fucker, uh, but then he informs you, and he tells you, you know, it's good to go, it's ready to go, Uh, but he informs you that you cannot fly a spaceship, you are not equipped,
0: or rather, uh, qualified. Yeah, you are not qualified for that, which he's right about. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Turns out, you're right, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but it does
1: lay out a a new goal for you, and he tells you you need to find a robot to do it. but you know, I also feel like at design level, he's this fucking wizard fucking spaceship designer that can just make one with him and one other apprentice. Uh,
0: I feel like he could have done something design-wise that didn't require me to go get a robot. But Right, I'll throw this out there, Lou. It's not a success.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not You're there.
0: not actually done. So,
1: And it's not like I need this spaceship for just leisurely bullshit space travel. Like, I'm trying to do something for all of us here. Right. It would be nice if you could try a little harder to make my job
0: easier. Uh, yeah, I'm getting, saving the world. All you need to do is find a fucking robot, and you didn't do it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, you So
1: you're off on a fucking uh, trek to do that. Um, and I took me. I this is another instance where I just wandered for a while. I didn't know what the fuck to do next because uh, they didn't. They don't necessarily tell you where the robot is. At least not that I gathered. Uh, and I eventually found. It's one of those situations where the overall map you think you've went everywhere and oh there's a space I haven't whatever and I found there's actually like a a path that wraps around the edge of this whole area by the water that I did not clock initially. Right. Uh, you go that way and you, you work your way through some lava bullshit. They have just like uh, kind of the marsh equivalent in Dragon Warrior where you are walking through it fucks you. Uh, hey, a little price, yeah. That's that's the lava deal here, uh, or it's a lava deal here rather that does that and uh. I was doing. I was attacking out here. You. Do, I don't think
0: I missed an enemy. I was thinking that last night. I was like, I've never missed. Yeah. They I, will the miss me- you. Yeah. The yeah. But I don't think you miss melee uh, enemies with melee attacks. Right. Uh, which Did is your it, magic or ranged weapons miss then?
1: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the ranged weapons were, were automatic too. I'm almost positive. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is even dumber. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the spells definitely not. Though, the spells. I was gonna sure.
0: say spells don't typically, but.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's fucking weird. Um, even though you know, nice on just like <laughs> your immediate gratification of it, but uh, within the way an RPG should work, uh, you know, that's kind right, like of right. Like I'm why. wondering
0: if it if it does have like if it actually performs the rolls so to say to hit, but there's like almost no fucking way in hell that you could you know mathematically come up with it. Right, I, got, you I know that, don't know, you know if they did that or not. It became because
1: battling was such a fucking grindy thing, just the act of it. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention to damage. Maybe you do like a significantly diminished amount of damage uh, at times, you know, and that that is the uh, semi-equivalent to
0: missing, perhaps.
1: Although, like you said, the, the enemies completely miss. Uh, at times, so it's not that that functionality is universal, you know.
0: Right, at least for a while, I did notice that I would have like much lower attacks than like I might be able to kill something with eighteen hit points, you know, in one hit. But there'd be times where I like knocked it down to like eleven. Right. You know, so like that that but was almost it, like a wasted it turn. But... Yeah, it,
1: it it did vary. though. it was definitely not just the right. same damage every time on on a, specific, on a specific kind of enemy. Thank God that would have been awful. But right. Uh yeah, the, the, where I actually noticed this uh, is um you bump into these things ghouls for the first time and they have this very the ghoul sprites have this very Michael Jackson's Thriller esque shoulder shimmy as like their attack animation, uh you know like every every enemy has like an attack thing that they do. Yeah. Uh, theirs is kind of like the shoulder shimmy thing, and their mouth does something that, it, 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 I don't know, it just very much reminded me of Thriller, the, the music video. <laughs> right. uh, which was fun. Uh, although, quickly, you see a time or two, and you I enjoyed it, and then you realize, the novelty wears off of it, and you realize that it's by a mile the slowest enemy attack animation in the game. Ah. So now, every time you bump into these things after the first couple of times, you're like, FUCK! There you go. <laughs> right, it takes forever to just fucking barrel through them, it takes forever the way oh. they attack. Uh, and there's a, and then it's a whole family too. There's a bunch of these things. There's uh, zombies later on, and then there's one. They have a really interesting name when they're. I think it's 100 HP they have. Uh, I can't remember what it was offhand, but yeah, there's a whole family of them with that same animation. That is a bitch. So you're heading uh, through that lava sheet. You're heading to this place called Bortevo, Uh and everything here is fucked. It's a bunch of dilapidated buildings. Um, and there's some of the cola tweaker things here too. Uh, and they're all kind of very hostile. <laughs> uh and it's basically it's like a junkyard kind of is what they I think someone actually later on calls it a junkyard, and there's all these dilapidated buildings inside of which is just in the middle of these big piles of scrap. Uh like just metal scrap. And sure. one of the tweakers tells you that there's whispers of a robot being here. Uh, but that it's probably bullshit. So it's hinted at. This is probably where you find your robot. Uh, so there's of
0: course, a robot there, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so fucking. But, you you know, I was in there using my search function like a motherfucker. Nothing uh, doing as far as finding a robot goes. But there is a cave just outside of town. So I assumed, OK, even though no one said so, go there. And you go through this cave. There's a tweaker in there that tells you uh, about this shit called polymetrol. Uh, this game yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh yeah so yeah exactly it sounds like a, a very high highbrow chemical deal um well what i mean is like yeah fucking most of these games i've played like the special items are like four letters long all capitals
1: yeah well it actually it's funny they have to truncate it within the confines of the game i knew uh, they
0: did yeah right within your item screen but
1: in some of the dialogue it's written out polymeterol right. um which is yeah uh, so he tells you that's for sale in Abion, wherever the fuck that's at. Um, thanks. Thanks to Sergeant Michelac, my dare officer. I don't do drugs tweakers, what I thought to myself.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you do, You are going to want this shit, even, even though maybe you don't want to consume it yourself. Uh, and there's nothing else doing in there. So I assumed that that was very significant shit uh, and that uh, I now need to find this Abion joint. Um, and to do that, like, you go through the cave and it takes you onto this new spot that's seemingly confined. It's another instance, like, super hard to find this little tiny opening in these rocks where you have to then track along a beach for a long ways and get to this town, Loar, uh, with, again, a bunch of bullshit in it. Think like you walk in the town, uh, nothing really significant, I mean, by bullshit, and you walk in the town, and there's a guy right by the entrance that his dialogue bullshit is. He tells you the town is in decline, and... That's it, basically. Like tells you like, he's sorry the town is in decline, which is like the worst Walmart greeter ever, basically. Nah. <laughs> Walking in, he's like, this place is shit, dude. Fair warning. <laughs> but welcome. Yeah. Uh, so there's some cool weapons in there, uh, including your first weapon for the Pikachu, Silver Fang, um, and another gun for Odin. Uh, but there's not much else here, and it's kind of just a stopping point on your way to Abion further on down this beach fucking head system. And they sell the poly shit here, sixteen hundred bones um Not and I had price. no fucking idea what to do with this shit once I acquired it so f a q it is uh, it was my second time having to do that, and they tell you that you have to take it back to the junkyard and use it on the pile of garbage or one of the piles of garbage, oh in- even more vague yeah <laughs> yeah uh in it's it, they do at least put it. Like, there's there's probably six or seven. They're all dilapidated huts. One of the dilapidated huts has a little, like, some of the doors of these huts have this little blue thing going on on the door. It is the only one of the dilapidated huts in Bortevo that has the little blue thing on the door. Okay. But other than that, everything is identical otherwise, inside and out. And, uh, yeah, that doesn't mean to me to use this stuff there by any length. Uh, So, yeah, I don't ever recall having been directed to do that. But whatever. Go back. Use it on the thing. You get Hapsby is the name of the robot and uh, took him back to the egotistical, egotistical pederast scientist uh, to appease him and get the spaceship. And now you can actually kind of for the first time go wherever you want in the game. Okay. Uh, and so you go back to Gothic Village. The spaceship is outside in this yard to the, to the west that you couldn't go in before. Um, and then the spaceship allows you to go two places, either Uzo uh, on Motavia, or I think it's called Skier on Desoris,
0: is the tundra, um, tundra world. So, so you're going to a different area on planets you've already been to with your new spaceship.
1: Precisely,
0: yes. You. Could. That's tight, actually. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, well, you couldn't even you couldn't even get to Desoris at all.
0: I, yeah, I guess you can't get to it from the spaceport, can you? Right.
1: Only go to Motavia. But yeah, you are t- you, you you do go to a different city on Motavia, which is, I guess it's because you don't need this. The the whole deal is you don't need the spaceport. That's the thing. Uh, So that's why you can go to a different city on Motavia even. Um, So, yeah, so you do that. Uh, You go to Uzo, and there's a a lightsaber there for you Star Wars enthusiasts um, that you give uh, Alice, which is nice. It's a big jump up from whatever bullshit weapon she has at this time, some sort of fucking sword or something. And they tell you that there's this Casbah cave to the south, uh, someone drops this knowledge on you, there's a Casper cave to the south that there's dragons with gems in their heads. Mm. So, again, just like, at this point, you kind of hear anything and you're like, oh, that must be, which I guess is not unique to this game. Any sort of information, you're like, oh, that must be unique uh, item I need to go get. And, right. well, that's where I'm going. Casper cave. Sure. So you head fucking, you also get a dude here that tells you that he buried the a soothing flute near the outskirts of Gothic Village. Uh... And this is the first time it's funny how similar it is actually to Dragon Warrior. I was
0: gonna um, just gonna say. Yep. So me yes. guess it puts something oh it's soothing, so yeah, it puts something to sleep. And it uh I don't even I don't think I'm not sure I ever used it properly. Uh so I'm not
1: entirely sure what its application is. Okay. Um assuming towards the end of the game. But finding it is very much like the Dragon Warrior flute in that it's just a it kinda it's actually it's a little more makes at least looks significant it maybe doesn't make any sense that it's buried there but like the the idea that it's buried what three steps south of that fountain and dragon warrior is like just totally arbitrary whatever yeah Uh, in the case of this it's like at the end of a path in gothic village that kind of dead ends into a tree you know um so at least kind of looks like it's a significant spot to be searching which i don't know if that's even but you know uh it at least was easier to find
0: but still when... whatever sociopath came up with the idea of searching these giant fucking rpg maps one tile at a time should be he should be fucking stoned
2: <laughs> yeah for
0: sure <laughs> because for sure. fuck that man and why are these people leaving these flutes all over the place yeah yeah exactly Fantasy What's star right? and dragon war flutes are fucking expensive man don't do that yeah and yeah. you find a flute you should turn it into somebody yeah They're just bury barring... it yeah i don't know
1: I don't know. Uh, so I went back. I went and just did that real quick, assuming it would be relatively easy, and it was. So I got that, came back, uh, and then headed down to that Kasbah cave uh, for the dragon fucking gem thing. Uh, and here I found out that this game will just loop the overworld map in this desert, and I did not know that. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and I wandered for fucking ever, uh. trying to find this fucking cave, and. If I didn't know or even looked at a map, even I guess maybe maybe it was on that even that map, uh, illustrated map. I didn't, I guess I didn't check that in the instruction booklet, but I definitely didn't Google the map, like maybe I should have. And it's just like I just had to go like immediately west and like a little bit south <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, like, wanted for fucking ever though, uh, to find this fucking place. Um, yeah, so anyway, once I did, there's a fucking blue dragon on, on the third level, uh, and, and by the, and it's funny, like that my notes just skip to level three of this cave because by now all the dungeons are just it's just, just there's nothing unique about them once you're or. over it right yep So fucking over. i mean I'm, I'm still mapping them at this point but it is it is very much just because i like the look of the map when i'm done i don't even necessarily need them really uh you can none of them are so complicated until the very tail end
0: anyways uh, that you can't just kind of wander your way, you know? There's right. a, You'll pick up on enough, like, knowing where hallways are. Like, I've definitely been here before, so I need to go somewhere else. Like, you can kind of figure it out. For sure, yeah.
1: There do... Uh, there's a couple situations where I maybe, like, safe-stated a little bit, uh, even with the fucking maps, but definitely once I stop stopped mapping, uh, because there are pits that are just annoying. And, like, again, like there's no... It doesn't do any damage. It's one of those things that's just, like, all it does is slow you down and piss you off. Like, there's no... It just has no. I guess you then have to go through the monsters again, and that is challenge uh, to get back to the level you just went sure. of. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just fucking. It, it was cheap. The, the pits are cheap. Right. Uh, dungeons in general were cheap. Uh, so you get to the fucking cave, and you have to go through the cave to get in. Like the town is enclosed. You can't get to the town unless you go through the cave. Well this is this is kind of weird too. You have to like the the dragon jewel is in the cave you got to beat the dragon on this one level and there's like a whole nother multi-level pathway that goes through this cave to get to the town like it's not like you like beat the dragon and then go through the door behind him and that and then you're the good right yeah it's like a whole different tangent deal which is also kind of unique uh i don't know dungeon fucking mechanics for for a game for an rpg i feel like that's kind of weird to some degree um it makes sense that the, the dragon is not living at the door of the fucking town but uh i
0: did feel like it was a little not how it usually works you know yeah it's funny how like those those silly little things like oh the dragon lives right inside or right outside the door of the town like if you stop and want to be like a little dick about it as far as like it wouldn't actually do that. Like, okay, right. that's one thing, but the other solution is like he lives random, and then the town's random. <laughs> so out, buddy. Yeah, yeah, like, that sucks out. even worse. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. We've mentioned before the gamer is insatiable. Right. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get into this fucking town, and then finally, some maybe some uh, the first interesting thing in a while to me happens. You you start talking about the there's vehicles in the game, uh, and they're they're actually selling the Land Rover here for the 5,200 bones Mercedes that we spoke about in the economic analysis. <laughs> uh, and getting that fucker is really nice because it speeds up getting around. You still get into fights. It doesn't eliminate getting into fights uh, as you travel around on the overworld, but it does speed it up immensely. Nice. Uh, and it's fucking nice. And uh, you're also told the hovercraft um, is... is are you're, you're told where the hovercraft is here... Uh, but, like, the way you get him to tell you about it and where it is, you have to basically, li- like, you have to lie. Like, he, he gives you an opposite. He asks you, do you know about the hovercraft? And, like, the first time you're talking to someone about this, you're, no, I don't know about the hovercraft. Of not. Tell me about the hovercraft. And you say, <laughs> when you say no, he gives you just some bullshit about it. Uh, you have to say yes to get him to tell you that he basically, he used to have one. And that he abandoned it in bortivo the that junkyard in Borte, Bortevo, Uh which is weird so you to find out about this you either have to lie to him when you first talk to him or go back to him and speak to him a second time after you've logically now been told about it <laughs> you know this uh, and answer the same question you know uh, right which is fucking again just weird and obtuse gameplay yeah
0: like and it's it's a you know, it's a part of the like the hovercraft is a part of the game. It's, it's necessary, it. right? Okay, do, oh, dude, it's it's the next. Yeah, you're, you there's no way you can play the game without it. <laughs> right. So why would they make it like that? So complicated. Yeah. All right, that's weird.
1: Well, no, like complications, okay, just not that kind of thing. Like again, like it's like this. Like like I said, I you know I you have you have me believing that like it's a different kind of that gameplay thing that i said you know like we talked about became becomes the language as it's taught to you the first time uh but this isn't even the same exact way like you you, it's a nuanced version of that that you have to like again figure out a new way to fucking communicate with these people to get the information you need to fucking play the game it just sucks man uh it's really frustrating so yeah basically you have to go back to bortevo and now that he's told you about it (laughs) uh you go there and it's now in one of the fucking piles. And then the robot that you have can restore it. Um, and, uh, one, the fucking robot is an awfully diverse robot that he can fly
0: spaceships and restore. This dude sounds super useful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's an incredible robot. (laughs)
0: restore
1: hovercrafts and fly spaceships. Um, so yeah, you get to do all that shit, and you can get the fucking hover the the hovercraft, and then start. Now you can move over water, which of course cha- opens up the world as like usually the ship does in any game or whatever, uh, which is really nice. But they give you another pain in the ass functionality thing, dude. Like to you both the Land Rover, all three. You later on you get the ice digger or whatever it is too. Uh, all three of them fucking to use them, you have to go to the item screen, use them like an item, and then you were it tells you embark, and you get it. You you are now in it. And then when you want to leave it, which if you're the rover, you can just go into towns, which is whatever. But with the fucking hovercraft, you got to go, you know, you go up to a beach and then you got to get out of the fucker to get on the land. And you, right. ha- you don't just you don't just disembark. You have to go back to your item screen, select it, and then that disembarks you. And, and then the I-
0: hovercraft can't go on land. No. Oh, that's terrible.
1: Yeah, it's fucking awful. And like It'd be
0: the- one thing, if it could go on land as well, but it's fucking worthless. It is, if it, doesn't. it sucks, man. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, that's, like, to me, that's, like,
1: there's no, like, there's no argument for it. Like, some of these other things we're bitching about do have, like, okay, kind of, like, okay, here's why maybe that you did that. Yeah, Um, I don't
0: agree with it, but okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that opens up a few places. There's, like, a tiny town on an island where you can fucking you have to go there, and they tell you about the, this gas shield thing that you need to get through what amounts to a swamp, uh, and you eventually you find you go into a fucking uh, the dungeon there, and he sells you the thing for a grand. Uh, again, kind of just like a store located in one of those dungeons, like a Compton-type deal. <laughs> like, right. why would you <laughs> a store down here? It's another one of those situations. And there's even a bunch of dudes wa- It's funny, that one, there's actually a bunch of dudes wandering around in the dungeon in PCs that are, like, bitching about not being able to find it. <laughs> so it's kind of that was self-referential about that. I was gonna fucking, say like
0: some self-awareness there. Yeah. Uh, fuck. If you're aware, why did you do it? Um. Well, who knows.
1: Yeah, see, so you, you get that thing, the gas shield, and you can go into the swamp. There's a village in the swamp. Uh, this is on uh, Motavia, Sopia it's called. And you go in, and like everyone's impoverished and fucked because they live in a swamp. Uh, <laughs> and the guy, the, the leader of the pack, asks you to just donate money to him, uh, 400 bucks. So sure, dude, uh, you guys look like you need it. And he tells you uh, about some shield, like basically the best shield in the game laconian shield and uh actually no sorry that might have been the mirror shield that you need for medusa yeah uh and that's in some fucking place you can get to with the hovercraft and like at the near an antlion like kind of a lone antlion on this fucking island uh and you get you get a a nice again that's funny we're on self-referential shit a girl in this village miki asked you if you like sega games no yeah what did you Uh, say i said yeah sure and she affirmed that uh that they're the best uh, when, when, when you say yes, you like them, which is very shameless shit. I wanted to ask you, do you recall? Like, I feel like maybe there was some shit like that in Dragon Warrior. Do you remember any, like, some sort of, like, something about, yes? Like, I feel like that might have been present in Dragon Warrior in some way.
0: I wonder if you're thinking of, I think it's Final Fantasy, where I think a character in a town asks you if you like them. And you can say, I think you can say yes, and they're like, you know, like, E like, thank you, or something. That sounds familiar. But it doesn't refer to Nintendo, though? Yeah, I, I'm talking about referring... Oh, specifically to the designer? Well, to the, yeah, to the company, yeah. Yeah, to the company? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't, actually. Hmm. No, nothing I comes to like, mind. I feel like maybe that jarred some sort of vague memory in my head that any of that nintendo did it too. yeah give me 10 minutes it might pop into my head but <laughs> yeah. it comes to my mind immediately now word word word
1: uh so yeah so it is the mirror shield uh that you get on that that fucking uh island for sure after this and that takes you to medusa basically you need the mirror shield to beat medusa and but fu- it's funny too beating her like there was no i maybe i could have beat her without this i don't even know uh because <laughs> it didn't there was no significant dialogue text or anything that made it look like uh i had some sort of advantage and only one of your players has the mirror shield is uh goes to uh odin i, I believe uh, so only odin has this supposedly uh the supposed defense for medusa's stone turning gaze that originally turned odin to
0: stone you know uh, i was gonna say maybe he's the only one that needs it because you can get through the battle fine but he didn't do it before I guess maybe but why that's weird yeah why why would would all
1: three of them to have that fucking uh, what do you call that that defense or that fucking that skill
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i mean i'm not saying it makes sense but (laughs) i guess yeah
1: yeah Uh, yeah, the dungeon key thing fucking at this point they've just been through a million fucking doors and they all fucking have the dungeon key. Why is that like that? Why even have them? Like if you, if you want to have a locked door early in the temple as like some sort of gate to keep you out of this particular temple or dungeon too early in the game. Sure. But like you go through these dungeons and there's a bunch of them throughout it. And it's just like, what's the point? That's just busy work. You know what I mean?
0: Is it even Uh, prompting you to use the, the key? Or do you have to, like, go use it in the item screen? Oh,
1: yeah, you have to go use it. You have to go select it in the item screen. No, it does not yes. ask you. Yep.
0: So it well, doesn't even ask you.
1: Yeah, that's stupid. What's the point? What's the right. point? Especially if it's the same key. Like, yeah, you, at least, you know, Dragon Warrior, they have like, three keys. Like, at least you have different keys. Uh, and they'd also right. just, they're not as omnipresent as they are in this game. They're fucking everywhere in these dungeons. And,
0: and like, I was trying to think, like, for the uh, for like the vehicles, you said, you, like, you have to use them like an item to, like, actually get in and, you know, use them. Like, I was thinking, like, the only possible advantage, and this is, like, the weakest argument ever, but it's all I got, is that it makes it feel like you getting in your car, you know, and turning it on, and then yeah. going. Sure. Uh, that's the best I got, but that's stupid, and, like, that, then they don't even do that for the key. Yep. Like, you get this key, and they're just like, oh, and now you can go everywhere automatically, don't worry about it. Yep. Like, well, okay, one or the other.
2: Uh, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking
0: make a choice if
1: you're gonna do that. At least have it consistent. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh See, so yeah, yeah we'll fucking wax Medusa, and so she's like, it only gives you fifty XP. It's like a extremely <laughs> insignificant event. Uh, seemingly, maybe I went to her later than I should have been, or something. I don't
0: know, but. Uh, seemed very easy, uh this was in a tower, I believe not in the k it's not right k- yeah
1: k- it's, yeah it's, I think it is maybe the is it the first time that you, that you really get directed into a tower. It's the tower just to the west of Gothic village uh, yeah, I think it might be the first time you have any real reason to go through a tower, okay um you can there's one on an island just east of Scion, that port town on 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 Palma uh, so there's a chance you could bump into that one. Before you end up over here. Although I think the, the, the enemies in there are pretty fucking hard. Um, so yeah. It's one of the first ones for sure. And yeah. They call them towers. They look kind of like temples to me. But they call them towers. Um, and the FAQs and shit. So whatever. I don't know. They look like Mayan temples to me. They look like very much like pyramids or temples. Right. Um, not a fucking tower. And that is the thing too. You have to go up them. They're like. Uh, where the dungeons you're going down steps. As you advance. Uh, when the temples you are. The staircases go up. So. Um, they at least. <laughs> Adhere to the logical physics, and in, in, in those cases, right. right, with the dungeons. Uh, so you, yeah, you didn't get you didn't
0: get too far. So you didn't really the spells. You didn't really fuck around with the spells, huh? I don't think I cast a single spell besides heal. Yeah, dude. I, like I, I, I figured, buy had something to do with like getting away from enemies, but you got away or killed them easily enough. So
1: yeah, I would use I would later on I would use buy from time to time. But yeah, in general, I similarly did not use a lot of spells, dude. I mean, yeah, the. Okay.
0: The cures,
1: uh, Elise has a heal that sucks. It only works for 20 damage every time, too. That Or 20 HP, rather, every time. And that kind of also sucks. That it's a, such a finite number. Uh, and you know that it's a worthless amount as you go, so you don't really even use it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Mayu and Noah both get a cure that you can use that are, like, much, uh, you know, heal more type spells that yeah. I use, of course, a lot. But uh, other than that, there's Alice. Alice has a fly and Mayu has an exit, which are basically like return and outside, you know. Okay, so you yeah. finish the fucking dungeon outside and then fly back to the fucking the last, it would take you to the last church that you um, were at or engaged yeah. with. Um, so yeah, use that shit a lot to get the fuck back to places. But other than that, man, uh, Noah had a couple of attack spells. I guess that, yeah, I also use thunder and wind. Uh, were and again, I would only use those in like really big swinging dick enemy situations because most of the time, yeah, you're just blowing through shit. So yeah, the whole spell casting system in this game is not very. You don't really use them that much. There's a couple things you latch onto, but there's a bunch of them like those chat like they uh, uh I think all three of them have like these chat enhancing spell that I said, you know, help with the enemy Talking, non, dialogue non, shit. You know, stuff that I never really used. Uh, there were a couple that I just didn't fuck with at all, man. You need, Noah has that that open spell that you get very late that lets you in through these magic doors um, and the temples, like that last temple, there's a door right at the beginning that you need that for, but I think you use it a few times when I was watching the video at the end uh, that I did not finish the game. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you use that for, in those cases, too. But yeah, the fucking spell casting shit in general just not that fucking important, man. Uh, right. That's not good in a game like this to, to fucking be...
0: Uh, no, and it came out, uh, you know, like you said, it came out right around when Final Fantasy came out, which spell- had a pretty robust system. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's not good. Not good. Uh, so, really,
1: finish that, and that pretty much wraps up your fucking around uh, with... Uh, Motavia, for the most part, you then bop your ass over to the Tundra planet. For, uh, at least I did for the first time. Maybe you could have uh, ventured around there if you're poking, uh, if you're just poking in places uh, before you finish up all the Motavia shit. But I did not. I'd like to comp- compartmental inline cart compartmentalize there go. <laughs> uh, things and finish them before I move on to the next thing. So uh, I didn't get to the tundra planet until now. And I went there Skir is the first village and it's, this is kind of cool. It's below ground uh, because it's a tundra world and everything's so cold that people can't live above ground, you know, which is sure kind of cool. Uh, so you go down there and there's fucking, it's like every other town pretty much. There's nothing significant about it. There's uh, they tell you about some ice cave shit south of town. You go down there you go through, there's kind of like, uh, it's a little bit, of, it was reminiscent of Adventure of Link, Death Mountain, in that, like, you, like, short caves, not real elaborate, if uh, uh, at all, and then you bop out, and there's, you're, just, like, in a mountain network, and you have to go into another cave to progress, and it's, it's like, a very small plot of land, you know, uh, which is very much like Death Mountain in nature, yeah. you know. So you go through a fucking system of those, and end up in a native village, like, it's like, uh, they're not... So I guess, like within the lore of the game, uh, Desaurus, this tundra planet, has been colonized by the humanoids on Palma. The human-looking things on Palma uh, have moved here, and those are the ones that live in that first village you go to. But as you get up into the mountains, there is a there's a, there's natives that lived on the planet originally. Desorians, they're called uh, logically so, uh, and you they yeah, probably I, don't call themselves that. They 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 probably don't. Uh, actually, I think they did come to think of it in the in the in the towns. But okay, you know maybe they adopted that uh, after the fucking white people showed up. But right, uh, you get Yeah, you get in there. That's actually something to talk about, dude. It didn't occur to me. It's all white people in this game. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> it did huh. not occur to me. All <laughs> fucking white people in all these places. Uh, which seems ridiculous, yeah. The uh, so you get these these natives and they're like kind of they remind me of the Grinch that stole Christmas as far as what they look like. Uh, they're like okay. these really tall, slender, humanoid deals with kind of yeah like the, a green hue to them, and um, even their outfits kind of look a little bit like the stolen Santa Claus outfit to be honest with you. The uh, yeah, and they they talk to. They, they all talk in kind of like this sing songy cadence, like their dialogue pattern, uh, which is, I think, you know, a notable and, and, and commendable that they took some time to give them like, a you know, a voice, I guess a different voice. Yeah. Necessarily different. Right. Um, which is cool. See, but you talk to a bunch of them. They tell you about the ice diggers for sale here for 12 K, which is a lot of fucking money in this game. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of treasure chests, right? There. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fucking treasure chests. Uh, and pretty much this is when I wound down, dude, as far as fucking my, like, I, I, bet, you know, I saved up the fucking 12K for the digger, got that, and there's, like, the digger is pretty cool the way it works. You, like, there's these areas in the mountain that you can now, with the digger, there's really nothing about them that looks different. You can just now, if you bowl into them, you're able to dig through them, which right. I question whether that's good game design or not. Like, one could say, like, yes, sure, like, maybe shit would just be soft enough of a material that the thing is able to dig through, but there's no visual cue whatsoever for that. And I don't know if that's good or not, but you can then dig through the mountains a little bit and you find a couple other places. Uh, and I did that, got this thing called the prism in a cave and then did a tower that was to the North. And I was just like, I can't fucking like, I was, that's right. when I got about 12 hours and I was like, I, I can't fucking do it anymore. I just can't. There's just, I got new. I think I I got into a dungeon. I was basically like, fuck this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fuck this shit. i
0: feel it i um while i was playing this game i was like I, I was just thinking like okay imagine if you were on the other side of this you grew up with this game and you knew it inside and out and that's all well and good but you never played final fantasy like how fucking hard would it be to navigate that game and like okay. it would be quite an undertaking and then, like, at a certain point while playing this and, like, you know, basically just get grinding and kind of exploring, I was like, holy shit, like, this is not a small undertaking that we've started. Nope. Like, if this is anything like Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy, which the entire internet tells me that it is, this is going to be a fucking... This is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be tough. And And, like, not just, like... It's gonna be tough in that like like you said, you play for twelve hours in Final Fantasy, you might not do a lot, yes, yeah, so you know where you're
1: going for sure, yeah,
0: like even if you fucking have an idea where you're going, like you might not get a whole lot done in the grand scheme of things in the game, and it's just like it's tough to do a game like this as a grown up and uh, in two weeks, you know
1: for sure, for sure. Yes, we will have to figure out, so I think something more reasonable, maybe make make RPGs a special edition thing or something because that are over a longer period of time because yeah, it's 2 weeks is not enough for a game like yeah, this. Yeah, maybe it's anymore.
0: something like where we could just go and do like a like another mag- magazine episode. No, but then we won't be skipping games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, don't yeah know, I think they
2: we'll to figure something out.
1: Yeah, I think they need to be like a back burner idea, you know, when we can talk about that, but
0: Right, because there's definitely was another one we're gonna play for sure.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, to say the least, there's a, there's a few that are just.
0: Would be we'd be remiss
1: to exclude
0: from our fucking timeline. Well, I'm pulling uh, rank on one of them, is what I'm saying. And I'm just when it comes to the debate on which games we're gonna play, there is no debate. It's
1: yeah, <laughs> you said it. I look forward to finding out what it is. Uh, see, I, I did watch the video for the long, uh, a long play of the last. hour. And there, yeah, there was when I quit here, there was still another hour of the long play video from that. Yeah, play. these
0: are people that know what they're doing, <laughs> yeah. blazing through it. Right. Uh, which is uh, that's like four hours, probably more for you. Probably. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a ton left in the long way, you know, the, uh, from there, there's a little, you got to get an item, uh, the torch. I think you get out of this fucking, I think I might add that might've been the last Are thing. You I did. I gotta, yeah. I got You get a torch. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a different, that's, that's the funny thing. It does not, it's like a it's torch. It's like, a, yeah, it's a ceremonial torch that these, uh, the does the, the, uh, Dazorians use for some sort of every hundred year natural occurrence or some shit like that. Uh, that they use as like a ceremonial deal, and it allows you to do something. I think make the the castle appear or something. Um, so yeah, so basically, yeah, you, you do that, and you have to go back. Uh, you end up eventually working your way back to Palma, and uh, they actually have a really cool cutscene for it that I'm kind of. It made me a little bummed out that I didn't organically discover it, discover it, and catalyze it because it's pretty cool. Like the the Mayu thing turns into the the Pikachu rabbit dog turns into a like a more the advanced horse kind of wyvern deal that has wings and shit and can fly up to this uh, this castle that you make appear in the sky, uh, which is where Lassic is, the King Lassic, the um, the now possessed king that's ruling everything like an asshole. Uh, and he kind of he actually looks pretty cool, dude. The sprites for these for these laddered enemies are cool. He reminded me of Voltron. <laughs> okay. Nice. King yeah, King Lassic kinda looked like uh the not sorry, not Voltron, but the, the bad guy in Voltron, the 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 arch nemesis of Voltron kind of looked like this. I actually don't remember what he looks like. Pretty cool you can go Classic would be an easy Google um And then yeah, it's funny. Like, what's watching the fucking? I'm just watching the video, even right. And you you beat Lassic, and then you go from Lassic to Dark Falls. Is, is, is like the idea is that you kill Lassic, and then Dark Falls escapes his body. He had just possessed this king, uh, and he escapes his body and goes looking for a new host or some shit like that. Uh, so then you have to kind of chase him, uh, and then the dungeon you have to go. Like you have to, you have to go back to that temple or some shit uh, in the beginning near near the first town, and then. You have to chase him through this dungeon, like watching him go through the last dungeon. You know, I was just scrubbing through it. I wasn't, of course, watching one of those
0: dungeons happen real time. <laughs> oh my god, the, <laughs> the only thing worse than playing one, <laughs> yeah, be watching be one, watching one. Yeah, that's why I could do that, scrubbing through it. it. yeah, the last dungeon
1: was a. It looked like just a... like I, I, kind of just a straight shot. Like that. That was actually the frustrating thing about it. It was not. It was long. But it was just a straight shot. There wasn't a lot of variance to it, really. Uh, and like part of me thinks that's like the designer's taking it easy on you, but another part of me thinks it's just lazy, too. You know, and I, I would like Right. To like you didn't necessarily take it easy before. Why yeah. start now? Right. So I don't know. It's to be a good, if you get the real answer out of one of the, the core designers, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Dark Falls looks fucking awesome. Dark Fowls, whatever, however you pronounce that. Yeah, it's uh, F A L Z. Right. Uh, which was actually a long. Other, I think that it, that's kind of like that's one of those eight-character summations that I it, it, uh, when I was googling stuff, uh, he did have a more expanded name that was fucking uh, made more sense than that little truncated thing. But uh, he, he looks fucking awesome. He's like uh, like very original-looking, very badass, like kind of whole-screen deal. You know, not unlike chaos. Like it like they made him feel bigger than everything else in the game,
0: which is okay. you know how the end boss should be. Uh, so yeah, that's he so, like a whole wall of shit or something. Uh, Oh no, that's a, that's fantasy star four. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He
1: looks like, yeah, he's like this big
0: kind of bluish thing. Um,
1: so yeah, so the whole thing was he basically left King Lassik's body and then sought out the governor of Motavia to possess him as we oh, mentioned okay. earlier. Uh, so the foreshadowing that little dream thing you had was correct. I don't really know what the narrative, like why it happened. Uh, Still, but the, like the the dream you had where the governor killed you was linked to this somehow. You would think, uh, and they didn't show his HP in the fight, which I said was cool already. And then you get your in credit sequence, and this is the funniest thing ever, maybe, uh, or the funniest thing so far on this. Not ever, but the funniest thing uh, in I'll this. Say that'd be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, the funniest thing in this little experience so far is that the in credit sequence is just a dungeon crawl, dude. It's like exactly.
2: Oh. No. Takes you through,
1: like, yeah, like the walls have. Like the names are on the bricks. When you run into a wall, there'll be uh, text on the brick that tells you what the credit is.
0: Uh, <laughs> Wait, like, so you navigate this dungeon in your own?
1: No, it's it's a it's a just it plays out on
0: its own. Okay, okay. Uh, but it is still just the same exact way. Like oh, it looks exactly the same as if you were. So they actually did take the time to differentiate some of the walls. I guess
1: yeah. They eventually. just did it in the
0: most annoying and worthless place possible.
1: So yeah, I think it kind of proves too that they were like. So excited about this aspect of the game, you know what I mean? That they thought that it was such a technological jump that uh, you need to see this again. Yeah, you need to see this again, and it did not right. occur, it did not occur to them that it would just be the most redundant, worst thing ever at this point. Uh, right. Which maybe it's it was easy to look back and say that. Though. I would say yeah, like you know, I, again, I try, but I think I think even within yeah, I do even within the confines of the known technology at the time, like I think it still had to have been a fucking a, a real slog. Uh, the first credit. Is tot- like the the you know the what what would be the director credit basically on the first wall you bump into in the credit sequence is the actual text says total credit is what it says instead of director or something which uh, was a funny and interesting translation for a director I thought um, <laughs> I guess when you think about it yeah like in a way yeah that's kind of it yeah, yeah. there's another one with the 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 person's name is April Fool. The oh. story by credit is April Fool. What the fuck that's about? But did you google her name? I didn't. No, I guess Let's I tried real quick. There were a few in there that were weird uh that maybe that, you know this they fucking use nicknames or something. It was no big deal then back then to get your credit in a fucking
0: game, I guess. So, that Oh dude, bad. April Fool did some work on um uh fucking uh Fallout New Vegas. No shit. It's a real human being. Holy. No. Fuck. No, it's not. April Fools.
1: <laughs> good. That was good, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anyways. fantasy star. That's fantasy star. Moving on.
0: Power theme brings us into the uh, King Lork's Blessing final section here for the podcast. Uh, I'm curious how you're going to go. I think I think you listeners and you can probably guess how I'm feeling, uh, but you had more experience and seemed a little more jaded. So uh, where are you at? Uh,
1: well, my disclaimer for this would be that I, and I've already kind of said it, but I just want to restate it before this final verdict shit Goes like I like I'm doing my best in all these judgments to be fair and weed out the fact I first of all that I played 12 hours straight of the game <laughs> to close right. out uh, which of course was probably more than I should have uh, to really get a fair fucking how do I
0: feel about it I was really gonna say enough. probably just like upset you
1: yeah uh, and and also trying to be cognizant of the time it was released of course as we're trying to do with all this stuff right. uh, but even those things factored in man I think I'm like easily the closest to 50 50 I've ever been on a game like oh
0: wow okay
1: yeah it's like I'm like really fucking not sh- you know yeah I'm really torn man like there's a ton of great qualities it, it, it blows anything on the Nintendo out of the water visually first of all like the look of the game is way better than any than those early RPGs uh you know even like Final Final Fantasy has some cool art uh but just like the the limitations of the system even uh. It's just you know, it doesn't look as good. It just doesn't right. uh, the, the the master system just looks better So there's a lot of stuff. The enemies are actually animated. They're fucking uh, the overworld map. This looks this more colorful It looks better. Like there's just you know, there's just a lot of aspects of it. Just visually. It's so much cooler Looking, uh, there's a lot of cool items or the vehicles uh, I think are more I mean, the airship of Final Fantasy is cool uh, and and unique, I guess. But, you know, that ice digger thing, I think there's just a little more going on in that department
0: uh, here. And, like some actual functionality to it.
1: Right, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the airship's just a vehicle. Like, that actually that does... The ship do is something. just a vehicle. The
0: yeah. canoe is just a vehicle, right?
1: Right. Uh, the multi-planet solar system thing is fucking... It looks cool, and it is cool uh, within the story. Um, that For a time, the dungeons seem to look cool and be cool. Uh, but that's where the negative starts, too, man. And like, yo, know, let's fuck those dungeons. Fuck those dungeons. Fuck those dungeons.
2: <laughs>
1: like, uh, yeah, man, it's just fucking, uh, by the end, I was just dreading them. Like, I would literally, you know, I'd be, I was playing on my handheld so I could lay on the couch and play the game. And I would be going through doing something and kind of enjoying what I'm doing. And then, like, I would, like, get the foreshadowing from some <laughs> sort of narrative <laughs> narrative thing that i was about to have to go to a fucking dungeon in the maybe last third of the game and i was i would just be like
0: fuck fucking your eyes glaze over yeah
1: i would have to sit up get my fucking graph paper like you know hunch over the table and start going through block by block in these fucking monotonous dungeons uh and it just totally fucking took the fun out of it uh in every possible way right um and then you know we 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 certainly touched on them a million times. There's a lot of obtuse gameplay flowcharts throughout. Those talking to people, uh, sequence things that didn't make any fucking sense, stuff like that. Um, and that's you know the the, the repetition that you know, I mentioned with the dungeons. Uh, that's not the only instance of it. The townspeople is a great example. We already touched on. There's a lot of feelings of just like this. there's repetition here. There's not enough variance in what's happening in the game. Uh, And that was um, very trying at times. And and like all those things said, like I I feel like it is a significant enough game that maybe one should still play it. Uh But I don't know if, can responsibly recommend it, <laughs>
2: you know, you know right. that
1: you won't be pissed off more than you'll be happy. You know what I mean? And like maybe that should be the the bottom line. And 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 whether or not a game gets King lord's blessing is like, am I going to have more fun than than uh, the amount I'm going to be pissed off? Because all these old games have some level of annoyance to them because they are old and they didn't have everything figured out yet. You know? Right. Yeah, man. So I almost want to flip a coin. Fucking. Uh, let me think about
0: it more. What, what, what do you think? <laughs> right. Well, for me, it, for me, the game reminded me, you know, it, it played, like I said, at a certain point, I realized that I felt right at home and I felt right at home because it is similar enough to a game like Final Fantasy or Dragon Warrior that, you know, for instance, I can just pick it up and, you know, I'm already hitting the ground running. I know what I'm doing. Essentially, um, I can get started. And I like games like that. Uh, so that's a good thing. I mean, and you know, the, the shops and just like the different towns and, and finding the different shit has always been exciting to me. And, you know, like the, the the urgency to run right into a new town and, you know, what the fuck kind of armor or weapons can I buy? Like that excitement was all there. It was all natural. Like it, it, it you know, it felt like I was playing one of those games again. And And I've actually felt in the past like there weren't enough of those. Like, there'd be other games like Final Fantasy, but they, like, they weren't nearly as good. You know, they sucked. I felt like this one was close enough. Listening to everything that you said about the other aspects, it sounds a little, a little tedious sometimes, a little stupid, a little fuck you. But, um, you know, it seems like something that I could deal with if I didn't have the time constraint of right. two weeks. Like, would I recommend this game to somebody? Yes. I would say, like, I would say don't play it in two weeks. (laughs) Take your time and have some fun. But, uh, you know, definitely. I think it's... I think it's worth playing. I would level up or I'd get a new sword and I would, you know, I'd get excited to go out and, like, noticeably do more damage or take less damage or get an enemy in two rounds that I used to get in four rounds. Um. You know, and and maybe that all sounds uh, trivial, but I don't think I think people who like those games, like we do, will will understand what I'm saying there. All right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the again, of the I, I
1: of the thing Cause this is, it's just numbers. You're just moving numbers around, so that's you know that that is the
0: payoff. Right. And and like I guess that's what we're into. You know, when you're into a game like this, so uh, I do give it King Lork's blessing uh, based on just what I saw. You know, like I can tell that's like this game is well regarded for a reason. Um, and, and, and they were trying to push, they were trying to push it with those dungeons, you know, and you, and you got to appreciate that even if it, the execution wasn't great. That's true as well. Um, so yeah, I, I do give it King Lork's blessing. Um, I, I said I was going to finish, fuck, what was it? Ghosts and Goblins or what was it? The first one we played? Ghosts and Goblins was the first one, yeah. The first one. I said I was going to finish that. I don't think that's going to happen. I actually might finish this. Yeah, I probably won't turn it back on, but I think you're right about it, about everything
1: you just said. And I think, I think it's, sh- I think, I think am it-
0: also gonna finish it using maps off the internet. I'm sorry, like I, I just don't have time to fucking.
1: I'm telling you, it doesn't I, I, that part? It does not add to to the time spent with them. And all, like I said, I think honestly it'll save you time. In all honesty, because you'll go a, a little bit slower. Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: I'm just saying, like there, there are people who will criticize and be like well you might not be getting the full experience of the game and and and, and, am i cheating yeah i guess i am but like at the same time that mechanic of the game like not only is it kind of annoying but you can almost negate it with a ton of grinding right like if you just grind a lot then i can just wander around the thing until i find what i need to easily and wipe out anything that gets in your way yeah right Right. Yeah, no, I think you're
1: fucking right, man. I, I think probably the worst d- injustice I could have done is trying to finish the game uh, once I realized that time was short and I still had more to go than I responsibly should have had if I was going to try to finish it. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Right, yeah. And that's kind of on us, too. Like, you know, we're the ones that said, you know, we get two weeks to play a game, and, like, that should be enough in theory, but a game like Final Fantasy Dragon Warrior or Fantasy Star, it's kind of not.
1: Yeah, it's not meant to be in that
0: window. Especially there. when you have a job and you don't get to play video games for 16 hours after school. Right, right, right,
1: right. Yeah, no, I think I think it's irresponsible to now. I think it does. If King Lorax blessing means giving it a try, I think yeah, like you said, not without that time constraint and, and responsibly approaching it, just for the sake of having fun. Like there's enough there to warrant that. I think you're right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll double we'll double down on that fucking King Lorax blessing for for Fancy Star.
0: That's not the yeah. first time I've been right, by the
1: way. No, it's not. Probably won't be the last. No, it won't. Probably won't be the last. Um, okay, so that's fucking Fancy Star. Uh, thanks for weathering that. At, at times, it was tedious even for us, I feel. So hopefully the <laughs> the, out, the output also uh, is not horrific. But <laughs> uh, we'll do better next time, or we'll try to anyways. And that next time will be back to the magazine episode shit. And it's Nintendo Power number two, which I'm excited about. And please do subscribe to the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Android, TuneIn, Podbean, et cetera, et cetera, wherever else you fucking listen to them. Rate and review on those platforms. Follow the pod on Facebook. You can email us at isohpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to tell us this episode did suck, you can find gameplay videos on youtube.com forward slash Josh Follen. Link will be in the fucking show notes as well. Discord, Jab, what are your socials? And my socials are Instagram is at my shift key is broke, Twitter is at Josh Follin. And that is it for this installment. Okay, bye. Later.